Welcome everyone to episode 246 of the Thumbsick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Welcome back, Eric, after a couple Thank episode you. absence. Corey nice just brought to be back. Corey just brought it to my attention that I never mentioned it uh, when we recorded our last two episodes that you weren't. I, I guess apparently I usually say uh, the person isn't here and why. Um, I'd say like seven out of ten times you do. Okay, not always. Sometimes I'll just gloss over it. Yeah. I never remember that because most of it, like, I don't plan, you know, I don't plan that part out. Right. I just go off the cuff. But anyway, uh, today's topic is going to be on the action RPG Grim Dawn. It was a listener request probably a couple weeks ago uh, if we would cover cover Grim Dawn. So that's what we're going to be talking about for our main segment. Uh, anything anyone wants to tease for later on in the episode? Uh, yeah, I played Quantum Break, mm-hmm. which we're doing our episode on next week. So yep. just just initial thoughts. I bought MLB The Show. Oh, nice. For people that listen to us will know that's surprising. <laughs> and uh, I made my triumphant return to Heroes of the Storm. Nice. Was it triumphant? Well, I guess we'll find out later. Oh, yeah. boy. I'm riveted. <laughs> As you should be. Okay. Corey? Anything? Uh, Mitomo. I think we all played a little Mitomo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. We do have Mitomo to talk about. Nintendo's first mobile mobile app. It's, it's, we'll talk about it, but it still has some of Nintendo's weird, hard to f- hard friend list things. Boy, it sure does. <laughs> Which we'll get into. <laughs> and then I think a few of us played a little Hyperlight Drifter. Yeah, I I was also going to bring that up. I I was under. I it was my understanding that that had already come out on a different device. No, nope, it, it was, was just coming to PC. But I was wrong. No, nope, it, it, they had a beta. For like uh, Kickstarter backers, I think that could play it early, uh, at least parts of it. Yeah, it's uh, PC first, and then it's supposed to come to PS4, Xbox One, Wii U. Oya, maybe? I did see Oya listed on the Wikipedia page. I don't Wikipedia know if that's page. still the case, but it it was initially was supposed wrong. to come out for Oya. <laughs> Doubtful. Yeah, I don't know if it's still coming out for Oya or not, but it's like consoles later later this year. So, Hyperlight Drifter. Uh, anything else, Corey? Uh, I started playing Mass Effect, but I didn't get that far, uh-huh. and I'll explain why. Okay. Later. Sounds good. Will, anything you want to tease? Uh, I, like Eric, made my triumphant return to Heroes of the Storm. Had been about close to two months. So I played that, and then I played a little bit of Fire Emblem and Clash Royale. So Okay. Sounds good. Uh, we'll also be talking about the new Star Wars movie. I finally saw the new Star oh, Wars. As no did spoilers. As did Eric. We won't. We won't talk oh, about spoilers. Bullshit, but... Will. Oh, come on. Then I'll just. Well, we're doing screen. spoilers. If we, then do... I'm going to leave the call. If we do spoilers, we Later. should do it after the credits and credits. I think so, we so absolutely pe- need to do that, that tonight. That's fine. Well, that's why don't fine. we do spoiler free? Yeah, during early. during our weeks, and then yeah. we'll yeah, yeah. we'll talk spoilers uh, after after that the end movie credits. Came out so long ago. Yeah, but like, if it was me, I would be pissed off if someone spoiled it for me without me too. Uh, plenty no, of saying, prior knowledge. I'm just saying, why do we need to talk about it? Yeah, because nobody on Earth likes Star Wars. <laughs> I I hate it. It's the second. Well, then highest... you don't care if we spoil it. <laughs> no, to be honest, though, I haven't had it spoiled for me yet after all this time, and I don't really want it now until I see it. So yeah, after having seen the movie, I'm shocked. I never saw any spoilers for it. Shocked. Well, Same here. Well, I kind of did, but I can explain more. Later. Yeah, we'll talk. You don't about spend it. much time on social media, Dan. No, that's that's a large part of it. 
if you want to avoid I spoilers. I do, and I was able to avoid it. And I had been watching uh, ever since I saw the movie to see if it would have been spoiled for me, and it, it wouldn't have. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's good of people, though, that not, not be assholes and just spoil everything for everyone, you know? You don't want to be that guy. Surprising. Yeah. It is surprising. You're right with the way the Internet's going these days. Right. Uh, anyway, Grim Dawn. Let's talk about Grim Dawn. I think we all at least played a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah, I snuck 15 minutes in tonight. I saw that. I was finishing up my notes when I saw Big Daddy Buffalo. What's your Steam name? Whatever it is, is now playing Grim Dawn. I was like, all right. Well done. I had every intention of playing for a couple hours after work tonight. Um, but I'll tell you why I couldn't when we get to my week. Sounds good. Uh, Corey, I mean, you probably played the most. We'll we'll start with you. Uh, I know you talked about it last week. Yeah, I, w- I didn't know we were going to do an episode on it last week, so I sort of s- spilled most of my beans then. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I think my impression of the game has improved since okay. last week. And I know I said I liked it, and, and if you like the Diablo hack and slash, Torchlight, Titan Soul, Path of Exile-y kind of game, you should definitely play it. Uh, I think it stands on its own, especially for the price. But the the biggest thing for me, and the reason why I think it's a must play for people like those that like those kind of games, is the customizability of the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they make it because it's mostly a single player game. You can do some multiplayer stuff, but it doesn't have the big multiplayer elements that Diablo and Path of Exile have. Uh, it's really easy to make an OP character. And every one of your abilities uh, is can be really powerful if you match it with the right good good synergy. Of, yep, good synergies with your equipment, and uh, the dual class system is a big part of that. They don't have to worry as much about balance, because that, that was one of the issues I had with Diablo. I thought the character customization was kind of boring. Yeah. Uh, Path of Exile is a little less boring, but even that giant skill tree is mostly just stat boosts. Whereas in... Grim Dawn, you're constantly getting awesome abilities that are differentiate themselves from all the other abilities. And uh, the points you put into them and skills that tack on to your skills uh, makes a huge difference in the game. And, and that's the biggest thing f- for me in, mm-hmm. in Grim Dawn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I guess I would have played the second most. Well, how much did you play? Uh, three hours. Okay. So I, I got about the same amount of time in. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, for me, like, I liked it. Uh, I didn't, I didn't love it, but I think it's because my favorite of these type of games is Torchlight Two, which is, uh, I don't know, it's a little more like cartoony, I guess. It's, it, it's different. Like, if you just plunked like a, a character screen from like Grim Dawn or Diablo or Path of Exile, like, you wouldn't have any way of telling what game it was unless you played a lot of them, you know. Um, whereas with Torchlight 2, uh, I think the art style makes it stand out from the others. Um, especially at first, like I, I really wasn't having a good time, but the more I played it, the more I did start liking it. Uh, I started to see what Corey was talking about last week with the, the character synergy, um, with abilities, especially I, I, you know, I, one of the things I really enjoy in games is, is, you know, crafting my, my abilities and stuff to my specific play style, or in this case, my, my specific build, which I went with the, uh, the demolitionist, mm-hmm. the, the one with the, the guns and the bombs, Yep. uh, which I thought was really cool as I started to unlock abilities and stuff for it. 
Uh, like I said, I, I, I felt at the beginning like it was kind of generic and, and whatnot, but the more, more I played it, the more I ended up, ended up liking it. Uh, I don't know if I'll keep playing it. I, part of the reason, too, is I was so enamored with Hyper Light Drifter mm. that I felt like I was like, I, well, I don't know why I should be playing this when I could be playing Hyper Light Drifter. Wasting your gaming time. Yeah, not wasting because I knew we, had, we were going to do an episode on it, but, uh, you know. How far, did, how far did you get in the game? I'm level 12. I'm almost to, I, I, know, I don't know how long it is. I think <clears throat> the how long to beat is like 20 hours, maybe. Hmm. Uh, I'm almost to that mansion place. I can't. In Burwich. Bur- yeah, Burwich. Bur- okay. Burwich Manor. After after Burwich, when you get to like Arcovia in the the western themed area, mm-hmm. is when I started to like it more. Okay. And I hadn't I hadn't really gotten to that point when I talked about it last week. Yeah. Uh, and that's when I saw a lot more of the late game stuff, the stuff beyond you know what we see in all of these types of games, like yep. what you're talking about, Dan, generic and stuff like that. And even stylistically, I think after that's when it changes. Uh, that's when, and that's when I had my turn in the game, and that's why when I started talking about it, I said, you know, I, I think my impression of the game has improved quite a bit because I, I do think it gets a lot better mm-hmm. uh, after that initial when you go after you go up the right side of the lake. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ocean or whatever it is. That's good to know. Um, so I, I will I will continue with my with my character then. Yeah, because you you see a lot of you, like I said, you see a lot of late game stuff, and you get to mess around with that. Like the bounties, uh, the bounty tables start to become open to you, and yeah. that's just another. Uh, it's like hunting a monster, and it, it the monster, a heroic, I should say, will show up in one of the areas you've already been to, and you have to go back and hunt it. Uh-huh. Uh, so it gives you a reason to go back in into those areas. Um, but then, super late in the game, I'm pretty close to beating it. It starts to feel kind of grindy again. Okay, after that middle stage of discovery of new things, that slows down, and then it turns back to feeling a little bit grindy. Mm-hmm. So it's not. I don't know. It's hills, peaks, and valleys for for Grim Dawn for me. I, overall, though, I, I like it. It's mm-hmm. just I could see your point, Dan. Totally. Like you said, right price too. I mean, it's what twenty five. I think on Steam. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a good good price point for that that type of game because there there is a lot to it. Uh, what are your thoughts, Will? So far. I was gonna say, Dan. I'm literally right where you are. Okay. Uh, in the story and whatnot. Okay. So far, I really like it. When I started it, I was just like, this looks like Path of Exile. Yeah. Uh, it has that that's very similar art style, but the more that I've played it, I think I like it more than Path of Exile for sure. I think it does a lot of things right, like the like Corey said, the character customization. There's a lot there, and it's not just generic stat boosts. It's I don't know. I just feel like I made, I think it's an Ar- Arcanist, I think it is. The uh, offensive magic users. Yeah, and then I mixed with a shaman, and that stuff is all really cool that you can mix, mix and match like your your characters because you can make like a hybrid class to like whatever you want. So like for example, my other character that mean you were gonna do Corey, I was gonna go witch hunter, mm-hmm. and like instead of that not like being a class in the game, like I can I can make that on my own. Yeah, and like that sort of stuff is really cool, and there's a lot to it, and I just find that that really awesome. Uh, and I can see the making an overpowered character because already like one ability I have where I drop uh, three ice boulders on the ground, like does so much damage and one hits almost everything pretty easily. Yeah. And I in the in these type of games, I like the feeling of being overpowered uh-huh. uh, and just like running through tons and tons of enemies. Yeah. So so far, I really like it. My biggest complaint so far is I don't know where any where I go for any of my quests really. Yeah. 
Yeah, the menu, I I the menus and stuff, I, I feel like leave a little bit to be desired. Definitely, I don't like. I don't know where I'm going to complete these quests, and I feel like games like like Diablo and Torchlight did a much better job of leading you into the direction of where I can complete quests. Because right now I'm just kind of wandering around and just killing everything and just kind of keep on progressing through the zones. Yeah, I have, I have two thoughts on that point, Will, and I, I think you're right. But uh, for me, I think Diablo and Torchlight, it feels a little bit more like a, like you're walking down a corridor. Whereas mm. in Grim Dawn, it's a lot more open. And yeah. the spaces feel a little more practical, But the side which I like. But the side effect of that is you're looking through every corner of an area to find what you're looking for. Yeah. And if you're already not thrilled with the grind, that doesn't help. Yeah. yeah. You know, you explore a whole area, and they're pretty big, and they're seamless. Everything flows together really nice, and that's a good thing, but you're spending so much time looking for stuff that it gets to the point where you're like, all right, I just want to finish this and move on. Right. Yeah. Eric, let's hear your thoughts. Uh, Well, my brief 15-minute playthrough this afternoon. Uh, <laughs> from what I gather... I like Diablo more, mm -hmm. and I like this more than I like Path of Exile. Okay. Uh, the problem for me is that I think Diablo is the most I'm ever going to like one of these games, so I don't think I ever want to play another one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I you... think I've hit, I've hit my pinnacle with the, with these action RPGs. With the if I remember correctly, clicks. Eric, you were never really a big fan of this style of game anyway. No, the Diablo 3 is the first Diablo I, I really liked. I was never really into the other ones. Um, I don't know. They're they're kind of boring to me. Like you just, especially on computer, you just like mash hold the, down the like, left mouse button and you just can that, have no brain whatsoever. Mash mash that. You what would you, you used to call it? Mash the the left left click. You had yeah. A you term. don't even have to mash it though. You can just hold it down. Hold it down. Yeah, we've progressed. So now you don't have to break your mouse. You can just literally not think at all. Did you try con the controller? For it? No. Okay. No, I didn't. I actually did try the controller at first, uh, and I don't feel like it was very well optimized for the controller. I thought it was a lot easier with mouse and keyboard. The reason I asked about that is because I was going to try it with my Steam... Uh, what's it called? Steam Link. Steam, Steam Link. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't obviously get a chance to do that. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. These games, uh, after playing Diablo 3 and like... I really enjoy playing that with my buddy Alex. So uh, playing this one that I will probably like less than Diablo 3 and playing it by myself, just uh, I guess it doesn't really do it for me. And I just sure. have other stuff I'd rather play. Yeah, which it is, doesn't seem like a bad game by any yeah. means. It's just, I don't know, they're, they're just really not for me. Yeah, that, I mean, that was kind of my feeling with Tor Torchlight too. Like I said, that that's my favorite of those those types of games. Um, mm -hmm. and yeah, like I, I don't, ultimately I don't know that I would like this one as much as Torchlight 2, but, um, and same boat, like I have a ton of other stuff I'm currently playing. Yeah. So. Like I'm trying to play through Quantum Break right now. I bought MLB the show. Uh, I still would like to go back to, to the division. Um, you know, there's yeah. just a lot of shit. I want to get Dirt Rally here at some point. Yeah. Dark Souls comes out next week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hyper Light Drifter is supposed to be really good. Mm -hmm. And I think I'd rather play that. Um, but I made a demolitionist the same as okay. you. Okay. Nice. So. 
Yeah, I I found myself uh, I I really put points into that. It's it's either like a bomb or elixir that you throw and it catches stuff on fire. So I put okay. like all my extra points into that. So that's really overpowered. Is that uh, the canister bomb? I think so, something like that. Uh, so I'll throw that out and it'll burn up most of the enemies and any stragglers that still have a little health. I'll just shoot them with my gun on their on their way there. And I found that that works really well, even on like bosses and stuff. Uh, a little a pro tip, Dan, yeah, for you. Yeah, I. I expect my character to be, he's a, a, a cultist, which is like a necromancer with summons and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, and then my second class, my dual class, is the the demolitionist. Because mm-hmm. uh, I wanted my pets to take the brunt of it and use area of effect, yeah. damage spells, and, and stuff like that. And like you said, I have an ability for the demolitionist called Granetto, which is just a giant grenade mm-hmm. that, that does massive explode damage. Uh, but a little bit later on in the game, it gets a lot harder to keep enemies at bay okay that's good uh, they though. come right up on you so I, I picked soldier as my second class so i could get the more tanky stuff there you go i, See, I was gonna do a cultist as a cultist as my second one if i ever got that far yeah um but yeah like like you said cory that that opens a lot of options for for what type of character you're gonna build um you know like I said, I had kind of planned ahead, and I figured that later on in the game it wouldn't be as easy to do what I was doing, uh, and that I would because I, w- I want to have my gun for like short range, so I want to eventually get like a good blunderbuss. Yeah, uh, it's a good short range. Uh, I think it, ha- it even has like spread and stuff. So yeah, uh, that's that's what my what my build's going to be, and have some tanky abilities from from the soldier class. And what's even nice about that is even the components you attach to your equipment can add abilities. Yep is cool mm-hmm. you can get abilities that aren't meant for either of your your classes uh and you can use those too mm-hmm. so now you guys was it last night we're gonna do multiplayer did you ever end up getting that working yeah be careful if you're gonna if you plan on playing with friends be careful where you buy it make sure you either buy it uh, both uh or whoever you're playing with all has it on good old games or all has it on steamworks because as of now they are not cross client oh gotcha and that was our big issue. Okay. Uh, I was real close to just buying it on Steam so Will and I could play together. But I wanted to give Hamachi a try. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Hamachi. No. Nope. It's a way, it's a virtual LAN. So it's a way to trick two people who are very far away to trick their computers into thinking they're on the same network. Oh, okay. Because that you can do. You can you can play a LAN. Um but we just couldn't get Hamachi to work. And we literally, our computers were like naked babes out in the wild. We had turned off every little firewall, opened up every little port uh, on our router and our your, our computers and everything, and we still couldn't find each other. That reminds me, I have to set everything back. Yeah. yeah. We did, we've spent, how long would you say, Will? An hour? At least an hour, yeah. Trying to get Ugh. this Hamachi working and just messing with network settings and, and port triggers and all this garbage. And we just could not. I don't know if it might be a Windows 10 thing because a lot of the tutorials I were reading were predating Windows 10. Yeah. Uh, I did see a few like forum threads where people were like, I can't get this working on Windows 10, and there were no answers. So oh, okay. Might be too new of a problem. It could be, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they could have even had a patch recently that screwed that all up, you know? Yeah. But from what I understand, that is coming. Uh, the cross client play okay. is coming to the game. In addition to mods, uh, there's another selling point for Grim Dawn. Sure. Uh, again, it's mostly single player, so you can get away with all that kind of stuff. Grim Dawn is the one you play when the internet's out. You know, it's, yeah. 
it, you get your fix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and w- w- again, one of the cool things about Torchlight too is is the mods and all the different character classes that people made for it that are vastly different than anything you would get in the vanilla game, which is also interesting. Yep. So, okay. They're also adding a survival mode, which is just like fighting waves. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. And oh, is you the guys... story any good, or is it just kind of your? I'll be honest with you, Eric. From the moment I started this game, I accepted the fact I wasn't going to pay attention to the story. Oh, and that's I how have... I am with Diablo, so I totally understand. Yeah, it's it's an aside for me. But yeah. I will say, every now and again, when I'm given a choice, because uh, there's a lot of choices you make in this game, which is kind of cool, because uh, it affects different things. Um, every time I'm given a choice, I, I do pay attention to, to what's going on, just mm-hmm. so I can make a relatively informed choice. <laughs> there is cool stuff that happens, though. Like, today, uh, I was I went to this place... And this woman was like, hey, if you bring me some dynamite, I can blast a hole in this cave. And I forget what she said. She said it's like a shortcut to somewhere else or something like that. So I was like, all right. And dynamite's kind of a rare component. But I was like, I explored. I found this. What a great reward. So I gave her the dynamite. She blew a hole. We went into this cave. And she's like, just kidding. I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> and I turned fought this heroic boss. But I got really good loot out of it. So it was cool. Nice. That's awesome. But there's cool things that happen like that in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not paying attention to the lore overall though yeah yeah I, I never do either even like with torchlight 2 i i went in trying to pay attention to the story and i i stopped caring like right yeah. off the bat so it's hard to care yeah it, those games are really just for loot loot <laughs> yep slaying lots of enemies and and gathering loot there's a loot filter i don't know if you guys use that Mm-mm. Which there is, is. Andy. So you can, at a certain, because you get so much loot in this game, yeah, you can turn off uh, tiers of loot that you see. So you can turn off just the regular white loot. You can just turn that off, so you won't even see it and can't pick it up. I like so that. Away. That's great. Yeah, I, and I'm hoping with a mod they add like auto pickup or something because I pick up everything because it can be sold, um, or you can break it down into components for crafting. So it's all kind of useful. It's just yeah. there's just so much of it, but you don't want it to go to waste. Yeah. Okay. Will, do you have any uh, any other thoughts? Uh, no, not really, because I haven't played a ton of it. I'm looking forward to playing more of it, though. Mm-hmm. Corey, yeah, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna play multiplayer with somebody and do like a veteran or hardcore playthrough. I wouldn't do it with Will. <laughs> I've been down that road with Diablo. <laughs> The internet was bad. Lag. Or you were on your phone, one or the well, other. Bulldog was pestering me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Will was getting trolled? Yeah. No. No, he was on his phone. No, there was somebody who was saying we suck in there, in the chat. Weren't you on your phone and you got killed? Well, yeah. But... That's how okay, I remember I was going to say, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Right at the beginning, too. It was brutal. Yeah, the first act. My demon hunter ate it. I always wanted to do something. Plans. Yeah, I always wanted to do something like that in a game, but I feel like, like especially later on after I've been playing the character for a little while, I'd get really stressed out because I wouldn't want them to die. And I, I tend I, to. Well, I'd love to do it again. Yeah, I tend to overextend myself too. I, I get a little too aggressive at times. Same uh, here. And you can't. You got to be. You got to be careful when you're doing a hardcore playthrough. But I'm also not super good at those types of games, so. Yeah, I remember an enemy in Diablo 2 that, or 
or Diablo three in Act three that would explode, uh, and insta kill you. Yeah, if you didn't run away Ooh. fast enough. Yeah, that's bull. That's bull. Yeah, I don't know if it still is an insta kill, but. Hmm. Okay. Any other thoughts on Grim Dawn? Bosses dodge stuff. Did you guys have to see that? No. Yeah. I don't remember I any other ARPG doing that. Maybe they do, but. No, they just stand there and you lay waste to them usually. Yeah. Cool. They dodge your abilities. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Adds a layer of difficulty. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Any other thoughts, Corey? Nope. Okay. So that's Grim Dawn. Uh, move on to Nibblebit, shall we? Yeah. Uh, let me call my notes here. Uh, Eric, we'll start with you. We got I just have one, Dan. I got one Nibblebit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gears of War 4 has a launch date, and it is October 11th of this year. Um, and apparently it will follow Marcus Phoenix's son and two other new characters and takes place over a span of 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I'm looking forward to the new gears, I think. Yeah. You know, it's been a while. I actually I uh purchased the Gears of War 1 remake. Oh. Recently. Mm-hmm. It was on sale at uh, Best Buy for 10 bucks. Oh. I was like, "Ah shit, that's worth it." Can't beat that. No, and my buddy Jeff likes to play the multiplayer, yeah. so no, I even remember... though I'm so bad at it. You me him and uh someone else did the a lot Billy? of the horde mode. I don't think it was Billy. I think it was someone I didn't really know. Was it Meatball? Maybe. Do you remember that name? Maybe. I mean, it was it was a long time ago now. Yeah. It was probably six or seven years ago. Yeah, Gear, that Gears was three. Fun. Uh, yeah. Apparently, they teased another announcement that they're going to make next week too. Don't know For what Gears? that might be. Yeah. Mm. PC version. Priming. The the I mean I don't know if anybody would be surprised by that. <laughs> no, I think the the surprising thing about it would be if they said that they were going to put it on Steam. Instead of the Hopefully space. it runs better than the Quantum Break PC version. Yeah, I heard that's bad. Yeah. But, I mean, that's their own fault. They didn't put it on Steam. The whole limitations thing for the uh, Windows Store, Yeah, not good. It's stupid. Yep. That's cool. it, Dan. That's my only nibble bit. All right. Uh, I will go second. Uh, Starbound news, fellas. Whoa. No. Yeah, listen to this. Starbound is preparing to hit version 1.0 and leave early access, finally. Wow. Apparently, they said this before, though, like a year and a half ago. Uh, Chucklefish hasn't given a specific date as of yet, again, uh, but are expected to finish up all the promised features within the next few months. Version 1.0 is set to include the full story arc, finally, and multi- multiple performance improvements, blah, blah, blah. Uh, easier drop in and drop out of multiplayer, which was a big complaint of mine. I remember one time trying to set it up with one of you guys, and it was such a hassle trying to set up multiplayer in that that mm-hmm. it wasn't worth no, it. Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah, it's not like Terraria where you just kind of jump into someone else's game, you know, something easy easy like that. Terraria, or, you know, there's a few others with really easy drop in, drop out multiplayer. So good stuff. So oh. wait, you said this is still a couple months away. They they didn't give a time frame, but people anticipated <laughs> that, that. Like I said, that about Shocking. a year and a half ago, they were supposed to come out with version one and like they just went radio silent for three months. They should just give it give the game to Concerned Ape and let him finish it up. Yeah, he'll finish it. He's too busy working on Stardew Valley still. Yeah, probably every two days there's like a big Stardew Valley patch where they add something else. 
they fixed a lot of the stuff with marriages that I talked about that I didn't like. Okay. And by they, you mean he. Yeah, he. (laughs) Yeah, concerned Dave. What was it that you didn't like about the marriages? I didn't like how when you would do festivals and whatnot that your wife wouldn't stand with you. You know what the at the end of Uh, festivals like they, the glowing fish one where they would all stand on the dock and watch the jellyfish go by. Mm -hmm. Like your wife would be standing next to somebody else and not you. (laughs) I like that. Uh, And they added more dialogue with your spouse, and then they added special dialogue with their siblings when you talk to them. Huh. So. Good stuff. Okay. Yeah. He should just go on vacation. Like, just go on a vacation, dude. Let the stuff go for... Take two weeks. You yeah, know? right? He's probably I don't got think a lot of money he's... now. He's never, I don't think, not worked on this game. No, it's been years. Last, yeah, last few years. But Just uh, retire. <laughs> that's what I would do. Right off into the sunset. Place a series of wise investments and Mm -hmm. call it quits. Yep. I do wonder how much he made off this game. Last time I heard it sold 500,000 copies. That was like a month ago. Yeah. Wow. Good for him. Definitely. It's all right. It's okay. Um, Game of the year. (laughs) Uh, For my next noble bit, Heroes of the Storm is getting its first Overwatch character. The center of the whole butt pose controversy tracer. Dan, I was very upset to see you beat me to that. Oh, yeah. I figured you would get it, but I didn't know. I no, didn't you, know if you, you would. beat me to it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tracer will be made available on April 19th to players who pre-purchased the Overwatch Origins Edition for 60 bucks on PC, uh, and it will be available April 26th for everyone else. Blizzard said what makes Tracer interesting is her ability to move while attacking. So... Yeah, there's a lot of interesting things with her. I think her ultimate is available from the level one. Oh, really? I think I read. Yeah. Say what? So I'm interested to see how that works. Is it like a teleport or something? Uh, I think her alt was a grenade throw. Huh. Uh, in Overwatch, but it's been a while since I played Overwatch. Tracer yeah. OP. I-, I was gonna say. I mean, I can yeah. imagine she'll be dangerous if she's like a little bit faster than everyone else, uh, but can shoot while she's running away from someone. That would make her a good like solo character, wouldn't it? Yeah, she'll probably be an assassin because they pump out assassins in Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, gotcha. I I'll be curious to see how she's balanced. Yeah, I'm interested, even though I don't play Heroes of the Storm anymore, just because that's the only one Now's I know the time, about. Dan. No, that. <laughs> oh, that we're shi- gonna talk Heroes later tonight. I, unfortunately, that ship has sailed for me. I don't know. It's I don't never think it has. Sailed. I see a glimmer <laughs> in your eye. Yeah, we'll see. You never know what can happen, you know? <laughs> uh, and then my last nibble bit, the Star Wars Rogue One trailer became available this morning. Did anyone watch it? Can oh, you yeah. tell me what Rogue One is? Yeah, it's um, it's it's, its own movie. Like, it's not uh, it's not a part of the three trilogies. Um, and why are they doing this? Just, I think, they, I think, yeah, I think they want to do a bunch of one, one-off movies. One a like, year. Yeah, which, Star Wars movie year, which I think is awesome. Uh, it's such a uh, filled out world and stuff. I think you know there's a lot of cool stories that they can tell that are not part of the main main trilogy um, or th- main trilogies. But it's it's when they steal the Death Star plans between episodes three and four. Yeah, that's what the movie's cool. gonna be about. There's that I'm, that famous yeah, I, line. I haven't seen the trailer, but uh, it looks really I, good. Hopefully, we'll go see it in a theater. Yeah. 
theater setting. I, I, I'd like to say I will, but I won't. I'll, I'll yeah, wait I comes out on almost Blu-ray. no chance that I will. Yeah. Uh, I've got a pretty good setup here. I don't see any reason for me to do that. Yep. Same here. Same Z's. Uh, but yeah, it looks really good. So if you haven't seen it, by all means do it. It's, it's been all over the internet. I'm sure you'll be able to find it. So, Corey, what do you got? It's Ren's mom. What's that? It's my theory. In Rogue One. Or not Ren, Ray. <laughs> oh, Ray, oh, Ray's mom. I was going to say. Come on, Corey. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Only because they both have a British accent. Yeah. That's what I'm basing that theory on. And the timing's right. Yeah. Could very well be. Go ahead, Corey. Two nibble bits, short ones. Hand of Fate, the game I talked about last year, is getting a sequel. Uh, read a little bit about it. just sounds like it's a, a more fleshed out uh, version of... More fleshed out and polished version of, of what that game was, which I'm excited because that was really good idea, but a little rough around the edges. It was the card card collecting strategy hybrid rogue like game one of those mixed genre games mm-hmm. uh coming out early 2017 my other one uh square enix is only considering a pc version of final fantasy 15 it's not a guarantee uh silicon era had a translation when somebody asked square enix about it they replied quote if we had plans for a PC release, then we'd want to release it as closely as possible to console versions. However, since we didn't have any plans for it, there won't be one releasing closely to the console version. Wait. Yeah. When we develop and research in the DirectX 11 generation, all the work goes into the console version. After release, we plan to do some research on a PC version while considering higher specs. Uh, so it might be a while before we get a PC version of Final Fantasy 15. That's okay. So I'll have to borrow one of your copies consoles will thanks yeah no problem yeah of course that's it what do you got will uh keep an eye on with the final fantasy news the release date is september 30th 2016 which i believe were the rumors right that yeah yeah uh got a lot of cool stuff that came out of that square enix conference for final fantasy a lot of cool trailers and whatnot I'm really excited for Final Fantasy 15. The more I look, I like see out of it, just the more amazing it looks to me. Yeah, that that Florence and the Machine Stand by Me trailer. Yeah, pretty cool. Very cool. It's a good song. Yeah. Fable Legends may not be dead after all. Well, Microsoft dropped the news that Fable Legends was canceled, but they also said that Lionhead Studios wasn't necessarily closed down entirely. The rumor is that it was. Uh, there were just discussions that they would close it down. But what apparently happened was the people that were freelancers that were working on the game uh, were like vacated the project and were told not to work on it, but the people who were under contract with Microsoft could keep working on Fable Legends if they so chose to, is apparently what's going on. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft, of course, uh, declined to comment. So who mm-hmm. knows what's going to end up happening with Fable Legends. As of right now, it's probably not going to be out for a very long time. They're going to turn it into a MOBA. <laughs> I like Pro- it. <laughs> probably. I wouldn't be surprised. I'd rather play that than what it was going to be. <laughs> It's sad to see how far the Fable franchise has fallen. Yeah. 
Well, I don't know. We, we've talked about this at length, but I don't think it was ever. It peaked at two. And that was not. Not amazing. a high peak. Not, yeah. yeah, not what it was cracked up to be anyway. Never lived up to what they made it sound like it was going to be. Nope. I still really like Fable. <laughs> I recently I played know. Fable 3. It was okay. Still, the whole revolution thing, I think, uh, sounded awesome. But, you know, once you take over the kingdom, spoilers. Um, I, I, you know, I wanted the the whole climax of the game to be winning the revolution and not what happens after. You know what? What happened? To, oh, wasn't it like that evil yeah, darkness? Yeah, you have to prepare for some evil darkness that surprise shows up halfway through the game after you complete the revolution. The game took a complete turn. Yeah. Agreed. Shower beer. <laughs> Zombie I just mode. To let Jake know I'm drinking along with him. Gotcha. Zombie mode is coming to Halo 5 Guardians. You guys remember Infection? Oh, yeah. It was one of my favorite uh, game modes that they had, but it hasn't been in Halo. I don't think it was, I remember playing it at all in 4, and it definitely was not in 5, so I'm pretty excited to see. I haven't played Halo in like a month, uh, but every now and again, like I still boot it up and play it because it is one of my favorite multiplayer shooters of the past uh, four years, probably. And my last one is Rock Band 4 crowdfunding campaign fails for the PC. No Rock Band 4 coming to the PC now because of it. Who cares? I don't, but I was hurting for nibble bits, so I just started getting away with stuff. (laughs) That's why I only did one. I was like, ah, fuck it. Someone (laughs) cares. Well, I saw an article on Destructoid. I couldn't tell if it was fake or not because I only glanced at it, but Harmonix is holding a bake sale. Oh, that's a... That's a... uh, faux, faux exclusive or whatever. Those are their fake news articles. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say. Yeah, they're holding a bake sale to raise funding for for Rock Band for PC. Okay, so it was a fake. Which one is gonna be the Oculus one? Is Rock that, Band. Is that Rock Band? Wait, no, it's not Rock Band, is it? It's Guitar Hero. I think I it's thought, Guitar Hero. I thought it was Rock Band. Well, then it's it's already kind of coming to PC if it's going to be Oculus Rift Rock Band. Yep, Rock Band. So what? Are you what? Sure. Introducing Rock Band VR for Oculus Rift. So then it's already kind of coming to PC anyway. Yeah, I guess. You're right. So, maybe maybe so it is. Maybe it's just specifically for the Oculus and not for PCs in general. I guess. Or is that one canceled? <laughs> I don't know. Huh. Uh, I think... We'll have to investigate. I'm pretty sure they were just trying to put it on Steam. I think was just what they were going to do. This one, the the Oculus one, will be in, like, the Oculus store or whatever. Yep. Gotcha. That's that's my understanding of it, at least. Were the old ones on PC? Or is that the first one that was coming to PC? Does anyone know? I think the Guitar Heroes were on PC. Couldn't tell you. I could look it up, but I'm not gonna. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's just Rock Band. (laughs) Which I kind of want to play again. I had a lot of fun when I would play. It is fun. It's fun if you have people to play it with. 
which yeah, it's not. it's a lot of fun with people to play with. Otherwise, it's a good party game. I'd rather not have it taking up any space in my house. You know, the drum set's still sitting in the middle of my room. <laughs> Trip over every morning. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, nice. That that's it for me though. Okay, uh, Eric, how was your week? Weeks? Weeks? Yeah. So I missed the last two podcasts, right? Yes. yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Um. I have a few things I wanted to talk about. So I was I was absent because my wife was down visiting. Uh, she left this past Sunday. So uh, let's see here. Uh, we went to one of the local breweries. I wanted to talk a little bit about. It's a uh, it's called Blue Mountain Brewery. They do uh, live music every Friday night from like uh, six to eight or something like that, seven to nine. So we decided to go up there Friday, and uh, it was really cool. We sat at this like fire pit table. So it was this round table, and in the middle was like a charcoal fire pit. And uh, I tried the classic lager, which was really good, and got a like a wood wood fire grill pizza. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was fantastic. Uh, really cool atmosphere there. They do indoor and outdoor feeding. The music sucked, unless you like jam bands, which I can't stand. Mm. But uh, brewery was really cool. We went hiking at. Um, the Shenandoah National Park, which is freaking amazing. If you ever are in this area, like I can't tell you like the views. So there's two there's two places. There's the Skyline Drive, which costs twenty dollars to go on for a day, or you can get a year pass for forty bucks, which is what we did. And then there's the Blue Ridge Parkway, which is free. So Skyline Drive goes into the national park, which is why it costs money. And there's a bunch of spots where you can pull over, and it has, like, a really cool scenic overlook. Um, and then there's also, like, 500 miles of trails that you can hike. Um, so we went to one called Black Rock Summit, which I haven't tried to Google to see if there's any images of it. I'm sure there probably are. But, man, what a cool place. Like, there's this, it's just this crazy rock formation. And uh, it was just really cool. Did a, this tiny bit of rock climbing, which was nerve-wracking to say the least uh-huh. for me and my big ass but uh <laughs> it was fun and i'm super out of shape i would just walked up a hill and i was out of breath which was embarrassing for me in front of my wife but uh one of the funnier stories that happened this week i moved from an area that was fairly shitty where i worried about my neighbors a lot you know to a place where I didn't think I'd need to do that anymore. <laughs> so out. we're fast asleep to one night and I've been sleeping with the window open because, you know, it gets kind of hot at night and I don't want to leave the air conditioning out. So we leave, leave the window open and it's two o'clock in the morning and I wake up to this sound and it's this guy outside and he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And I couldn't tell if they were outside. It literally sounded like he was downstairs in my doorway. Zombie. Like, what the fuck is going on? So I get up, I go out there, nobody's out there. I couldn't see anybody outside my door. So I go back and lay down, and I hear it again. And then he starts throwing up, and I'm like, what is going on? So he stops, and I can't see the person anywhere. And, like, I have a big window in our bedroom where you can look out where this person is. I just couldn't see him. So finally, somebody called the cops before I had to. So the cop gets there. And, uh, of course, the window's open, so we're listening. 
And he's like, oh, sorry, officer. I've just been doing a bit of drinking tonight. <laughs> and he's laying out on the sidewalk, just <laughs> groaning like a zombie, like Will said. Just groaning super loud. And I'm just like, did somebody kick him? I think he got kicked out by whoever he lives with. I'm pretty sure. But I think I know who the person is. I still didn't see the guy, but I'm pretty sure I did uh, later on. And he'd kick my ass, so I'm not about to say anything to him. <laughs> he drives like a, a convertible Mustang, and he thinks he is the shit, oh. this guy. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, he wasn't when he was so laid that, out on the sidewalk, huh? Uh, no, no, no. He was not the shit that night. So the beer got the better of him. But... Uh, Let's see what else happened. I lost the fantasy hockey league in the championship for the umpteenth time. I don't know how many times that's happened now. Um, I joined a flag football league, which is cool. Uh, somebody at work asked me if I wanted to join her husband's flag football team. It's a, it's this thing called Seaville Social down here, and they have all sorts of different sports leagues. And uh, there's actually a floor hockey league, which I thought would be cool, but there's not as many teams in that, which sucks. Yeah. There's a flip cup league. Nice. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's pretty like specific. It's, it's like football, kickball, uh, soccer, hockey, flip cup. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. That's the one I'd be best at. Right. But you have to pay like 60 bucks to be in these leagues and shit. But uh, we had our first flag football match this past weekend. Um, one of The guy who asked me to play hurt his knee. So I went in for him. First half, uh, they, we were down by like three touchdowns, I think, in the first half. Uh, so I came on just at the beginning of the second half, and I started playing middle linebacker. I uh, broke up a touchdown pass in the end zone, which I was very proud of. Uh, and they only scored one more time after I came in, so I thought that was pretty cool. Nice. So, uh, yeah, games are every Sunday, so I'll uh, keep everyone posted on that. My knee was uh, – I was getting a little nervous. I have a bad left knee. I don't know what I did to it, but it's been that way for years. So if I turn the wrong way on it, uh, I'm always afraid that one of these days it's just going to go. Yeah. And uh, this might be it. This could be the time, boys, these next few weeks. Playing, playing sports. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how that goes. But it's fun. It's it's fun to get outside and do something like that. Mm -hmm. no. Problem Problem is the team we played against apparently practices two times a week, and they were running actual plays and calling audibles at the line. Of course. And their team, not only that, but they were far more athletic and uh, much more speed on that team than what we were dealing with. So we were already at a pretty big disadvantage because, I, I mean, I had just joined the team. I didn't know anybody. So they're practicing twice a week and running plays with each other. So we lost by like 30, yeah. obviously. But regardless, it's a, it's did, a good time. Nice. Did you lay any Ray Lewis-like hits on anybody? In the flag football league? Yep. Uh, some, well, before the the game started, I asked everybody if there were any rules I needed to know about, and nobody felt like telling me. So uh, one time I went to get some of this guy's flags, and I, I just could not get a grasp on the flag. So I just grabbed him basically by his ass and his shorts <laughs> and just didn't let go, which apparently you can't do. Mm. It's holding. You have to either take the flag or let him run by you. Now, if you pull his pants down, does that count as getting the flags? I, I almost did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw some skivvies. That's Ooh. two flags. Yeah. I think that counts as a turnover for my team if uh, 
If I see butthole, ball goes the other way. <laughs> I feel like that should count. But yep. no, that was the closest I came to a Ray Lewis-like hit, Will. Okay. I did catch one pass from my center position. I'm the designated center and middle linebacker. So as a center, I am kind of the the outlet for the quarterback. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's a good time. I'm hoping that it helps me lose a little weight that I've put on since I got down here going trying all these new places to eat. Yeah. You know? But Now, uh, do they go out for beers afterwards? Uh, apparently, they do go to a bar sometimes. It's called McGrady's Irish Pub. Um, and, and our team color is Irish Green, which I signed up too late to get a shirt. So I wear my uh, Joe Montana Notre Dame <laughs> throwback jersey, which is Irish Green. Nice. All right. Which is way cooler anyway. Um, but yeah, so, and actually, um, one of the guys on the team, uh, I talked to for quite a while, a couple of them are big video game players. Oh, nice. So, uh, yeah, I had that in common with them. So super good, good dudes. So, and it turns out I'll be working with one of them. I didn't even know that. Huh. So yeah, good Very times. Nice. And I think that was all that I wanted to touch on for my weeks, but sad to see the wife leave. Uh, that sucks. So another month and a half and she'll officially be down here um former intern tyler and friend jeff are coming tomorrow nice coming down for the weekend so we're gonna hit up two of the breweries and uh hit the farmer's market and which i did do that and that was awesome so yeah i think that's it sounds good what do you got Corey? uh well since eric mentioned breweries uh i will mention the fact that i had a birthday on friday Hey, happy birthday. Was it Friday? Friday? Last Friday? Friday, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I had to work that night, 3 to 11, because the 3 to 11 guy uh, called in. Turns out it was his birthday, too, that oh. day. Uh, so I'm the sucker that had to work his shift. Uh, so my girlfriend had made plans for us to do a tour of the Saranac Brewery, uh, which is right in, in town here. So we went out for lunch, and then we went to the brewery at about 1.00. Or we did a tour at 1, knowing that I had to be at work at 3. Uh, and at the end of the tour, they give you beer tickets to drink some of their beers. And they have what they call pilot beers, which are beers that the brewmaster is creating. And they're not sold at stores or anything like that. It's just the brewmaster's experimenting and seeing what people like uh, in their tavern there. So with my beer tickets, I tried some of those beers that were really potent alcohol, like 9% or something like that. And one was a Imperial Rye Stout. Dan, I think you would have really liked it. Because yeah. I liked it, and I don't like stouts. Uh, but anyway, I drank those two, and then my girlfriend's like, I'm not going to drink this, and I don't want my other ticket. Do you want my other ticket? So I was like, yeah. So I drank four high-alcohol beers right before I had to go to work. Oof. Sure enough, when we're on our way back uh, to get me to work on time, we ran into construction, so we had to take detours. Ended up being 10 minutes late to work, and when I got there, I was drunk (laughs) on my birthday. Good for you, man. Yeah, that's what they get. Yeah. That's what they get. Uh, I never heard anything about it. Nobody ever said anything to me, so I guess I'm in the clear, but uh, I don't know. And then that following Monday uh, was when we had a snowstorm, and I was 10 minutes late to work again. I was going to take my girlfriend's car, but the battery had died. Overnight, oh, she left the dome light on. So at about five of when I needed to be to work, I climbed on my bike and biked in to work in a ice storm. 
You're brave, man. Couldn't see. Roads were covered. Cars were, you know, whipping by me, and I'm just like pedaling my little bike that couldn't go up hills because it couldn't get any traction. <laughs> so I was late again on Monday. I've been working there a year and a half and never late until Friday and Monday, two days you, in a row. So, Corey, you, you took the fuck it Friday thing and you just carried it over to Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Roll fuck with it Monday. So that was that. Uh, but the brewery tour was cool. And then that weekend, Dan, we uh, went to another brewery tour. Yeah. The Oma Gang Brewery for a uh, friend of the show, Chris, uh, our, his bachelor party. Mm-hmm was in Cooperstown, New York, and we went to the Baseball Hall of Fame, which was apropos considering baseball's opening day was Monday. It was right? kind of Sunday. There was a few games on Sunday, and then okay. it opened officially on Monday. What would you think of the Hall of Fame? I, I haven't been cool. there since I was a little kid. Yeah, so. same here. I I've only have v, like had vague pictures of it in my head, uh, and it was nothing like what I remembered. It was it was cool. Like, uh, you know, it's a very historical game. Uh, me being into history like I am, I like looking back into the past at all the all the neat things that happened in baseball, you know. Dan, may I jump in real quick? Yeah, I forgot sure. to mention this. Uh, speaking of history, uh, on my drive back from a meeting today, we went through Fredericksburg, mm-hmm. and I saw a bunch of the battlefields from the Civil War, uh-huh. and they have, like, uh, trails that you can drive through. So if you guys ever do come down here, I want you to definitely check that out. Yeah, there's, there's Frederick, bleh, Fredericksburg is a, yeah. Very you see all the like trenches and shit, and they yep. like preserved it really well. Yeah, it's cool stuff. But back to baseball history. <laughs> yeah, it was it was just neat. Um, one of the things I watched over and over again was uh, when George Brett came flying out of the dugout uh, when they called his home run back because of the pine tar on his bat. That video never gets old. I watched it like four or five times in the Hall of Fame. The pine tar incident. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, but yeah, I I had a good time at that that was did they show any videos of uh don zimmer getting tossed on his head no nothing like that i don't (laughs) think there was was anything fighting i don't think there's anything fighting wise but we were saying that they should have a uh you know a a specific room for yeah Corey said baseball debauchery fights uh you know people being drunk playing the playing the game that you know they can they can remember stuff like that what's his name doc pitching the no-no on yeah cocaine Tim the, Rock, Tim the Rock, Tim the Rock reigns. <laughs> All that good stuff. Yeah, Did, you know, have fat, fat David Wells pitch a perfect game too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was hungover he was, or he was, drunk. You know, he was fucking wasted out there too. You know, he was. Yeah, he was hungover or drunk or something for that. Oh yeah. So that's what that was the appeal for me for baseball, and I said I, I think I'm going to try and watch baseball this season. I actually watched the Yankees uh, opener. Yeah. There's not enough. I don't. I, I, there's not enough old school guys in it anymore. I don't feel like. Right. Yeah, I don't. See, you're never gonna see another fat David Wells oh. out there tossing a no hitter, just <laughs> wasted, drunk. Baseball was way better when they weren't athletes. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Look at Babe Ruth. Yeah. <laughs> you just ate hot dogs. Golf used to be that way too. You'd have fat, lazy Duffy guys Waldorf. playing golf, and now they're all they're all super fit and. Work out all the time, like everything else. They're making life hard for a guy like me, Dan. Yep. Same here, there's man. A, there's a great portrait at the Hall of Fame with Babe Ruth and, was it Lou Gehrig, Dan? Do you remember? Yeah. I th- no, maybe. not Lou Gehrig. What's I, his name? I don't remember. 
Doesn't I remember. Matter. I remember seeing it. The but it's in, it's Babe Ruth, uh, another baseball Fam- icon, and name, like yeah. three Japanese dudes. And the Japanese guys were really short, but they were like all stars for for their country. And the caption on the image was they were playing a game, and uh, like the Japanese guy kept stealing the base on Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth was playing like second base or something. And the third time the Japanese dude stole the base, he slid between Babe Ruth's legs. And Babe Ruth turned around and said, you do that to me again, I'm going to use you as a, ba- a bat, you little runt. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just like a charity game or something. It yeah, wasn't, yeah. But it was just, I don't know, just seeing all that stuff was so cool. Mm-hmm. It was very cool. And then I watched the Yankees and it was kind of boring. But yeah, I, And then you remembered it was baseball. And they lost. Yeah. But Tanaka had a good game, huh? Yeah, it wasn't it was an error that lost him the game, wasn't it? Throwing error? I think so. Because none of those runs were earned, I saw. Yeah. At the end. I think they won yesterday though. Yeah, they did. I watched the beginning of the, that game before I started. They were up six one in the first, weren't they? Yeah. They ended up winning like it was like fifteen to eight or something like that. Oh, sure. high score. They won game. today too. So. Eight five. Baseball. Yeah. But we drank a lot of beer that weekend. Yeah. We uh the Omar Gang Brewery was awesome too. Uh it I was, was really I was really interested when they were doing uh because we did a tour of the brewing facility and then a tasting. I was really interested in the chemical creation of beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, our tour guide was was super knowledgeable about the actual creation of 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 brew and uh the the chemical breakdowns of it all. She was she was very knowledgeable about that. Somebody sort of said stuff. she was really stoned. I didn't notice that i didn't notice that either i just just thought she was really boring yeah it was it was dry it was science stuff yeah yeah uh which i was interested in Um, yep but yeah then we did the the tasting which was awesome uh i i love their beers i don't i don't uh, think i had listeners who aren't familiar with omegang they're the brewery that have the game of thrones license for all the game of thrones beer so if you drink their beer you're drinking omegang yep game of thrones uh, so yeah, that was fun. Yeah, did a did a ton of drinking like later on. Played the finger game for a good <laughs> two and a half hours. It was a long time. It was a very long time. And uh, we were out. That that's the latest I've been out in years. I think we were we, out till about two thirty. Yeah, 3 I think two thirty was one when, when we uh, crashed finally. But yeah, I woke up at six thirty the next morning. And I was like, that what? sounds like an average night for you, Dan. Well, it's yeah, but I, I was I had a little bit of a hangover afterwards. Yeah. Usually I just, you know, normal, I, I you know, whatever. But like I, the ho- the Wi-Fi in the hotel wasn't very good. So uh-huh. I laid in bed for like half an hour trying to browse the web and stuff. And finally I was just like I looked outside and it was snowing like freaking crazy. It didn't snow like that at oh. all this year. So I was like I'm just going to head home so I got out and it was bad out really bad took me a long time to get to oneana from cooperstown it was awful and there was a really bad accident on 88 dan yep a couple, couple hours after i i could see why the the snow drifts especially like even yeah. after the snow start the snow stopped where i was there were snow drifts everywhere because it was like 40 mile an hour winds or whatever at least awful. you had a highway we were all back roads yeah i had back ro- back roads to oneana because i went to oneana to go to dunkin donuts Good idea. I needed uh, Dunkin' Donuts coffee and one of their grande breakfast burritos. Well, your experience 
Sounds better than mine because <laughs> yeah. the person I rode with was in real bad shape. I can see why. You woke up, puked in the hotel before we could leave. And I, I get that. I get anxiety. Like, I want to go home. Yeah. Stat when yep. I wake up from yep. something like that. Same here. And he was just puking all over. And I was trying to, like, get him water and breakfast and, like, take care of him and stuff. But he was just in real bad shape. He kept and we were riding in this snowstorm on these country roads and like he'd pull over while there were 10 cars behind us and just start yakking out the, out the door and finally he's like, he's like, can you just drive? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I offered to drive before we left. Uh, but it sucked having to drive in that. Yeah. Almost wiped out a few times. You couldn't even see the road at some points. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry. You guys have to still live in that. It was awful. Like I said, it hadn't snowed that much all, all, all winter. Yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden in April it decides, oh, let's revert back to January. Yeah. The the day my wife left and got home the next morning, she sent me a picture off her parents' back porch. Just snow everywhere. Yeah. And she left here and it was like sixty five and sunny. And she's like, This is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah it's definitely it bullshit. But yeah, I had an I had an awesome time. It was it was a lot of fun. The finger game got a little gross uh, because uh, there was a mix of different beers. There was various mixed drinks poured in there. Also, table water was put in there. Salt and pepper was put in there. Got a little gross towards the end, but... How's the finger game? Yeah. <laughs> what? You know, what kind you of your... weird shit were you guys into? <laughs> you put your fingers in each other's butts and wiggle them around? Oh, I've never played that. that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, get in the, get in the screen, would you? Get in, in the frame. Get in I picture. Was, I've been in the whole time. I lean over to look at my phone. Half of your face has been in the whole time. <laughs> You're stressing us out. No, the finger game is when, like, everyone sits around the... You pour a little bit of booze into a cup, like, about half full, everyone, uh, and then you put your finger on the cup, and then when, like, the person that goes calls a number, like, how many fingers are going to be left on the cup. So, you know, you can pull your finger off the cup or leave it on the on the rim of the cup. And if you guess the right number of fingers still on the cup, you're you're out, so you don't have to worry about drinking the amalg- amalgamation of different uh, different drinks that get dumped into it. So, I think I lost the most. We were trying to figure out who lost the most because I only lost twice. I lost four times. Yeah. So I probably had the most. That's disgusting. It was disgusting. It's disgusting. But that's what makes the game so great, is if you yeah. get out, you don't have to drink the disgustingness. It, and then exactly. It's so thrilling that somebody else has to. It's such a relief when you when you win. Uh, and it's nerve-wracking, especially when you get back, you know, get down to, like, you know, three people or whatever. Like, it, you get really stressed out because you're like, if I drink this, I may puke because it's oh, yeah. so disgusting. And then when you do have to drink it, everybody's making puke noises. <laughs> it's like, guys, just, oh, yeah. just stop. Yeah. It was fun, though. It was a good time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I just wanted to mention one more thing for my week. Sure. Because this was a first for me. We bought a gentle leader dog walker for our dog, uh, which is the one that goes around their snout so they can't pull. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess it's supposed to be really good at at training your dog uh, proper walk etiquette. Uh, We got it on Amazon, and I somehow accidentally ordered a large. And I've been putting off returning it. But today, I went to Amazon, went to my orders, and went through all the stuff to return it. And it said, your refund has been processed. You can keep the item. Really? 
Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, oh, fuck it. Yep. Apparently, I did some digging around. It's not worth it for them sometimes. For, they just say, for an inexpensive it. item. Yep. That's awesome. I mean, it, it was $16. To me, it would be worth it for them, me to return it. But maybe they have to do stuff at the warehouse that just makes it not worth their time. So they're just like, just keep it. Hmm. So I have a large, gentle leader if anybody wants it. <clears throat> My dog's not very big, so. No, wouldn't that's work for the thing. Me. And Fiona's at that. She's between a small and a medium. Oh. Every time we get her something, like, we end up having to return it and go for the different one. Yeah. It sucks. Yep. I'll take it. So you can <laughs> we'll get proper to... walk etiquette, Will? Mm-hmm. Sounds good. I'll put it on one of my cats. You something. can give it we... to your dominatrix, Will. We might be taking a big dog. I'm not sure yet. Hey, if you need it, it's yours. All right. What, anything else, Corey? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Will, what do you got? I got nothing other than hockey, if you guys want to talk hockey briefly. Sure. Um, Rangers are sucking, right, Corey? Yeah, they're not doing so hot. Which is perfect, because they're going to be playing Pittsburgh pretty soon. Oh. Yeah. I saw Florida. McDonough's out. Yep. Yeah. Broken that's, hand. That's Ooh, that's not good. How do you do that? Took a puck to the hand, or? I didn't see. I don't know if you saw, Corey. No, not that I can recall. Yeah, I don't know what the Rangers are going to do because they're either going to be playing the Panthers, I'm pretty sure, or Pittsburgh because they're losing to the Islanders tonight, three three zip, Ooh. which isn't good. Um, I don't know. The Rangers usually can pull it together for the playoffs, but we've got a tough road if we got to play Pittsburgh and then Washington. Well, they the, the difference in this season is they've had issues for a while. Yeah, defense is just. Danger already is god awful. Yeah, I just don't think the Rangers are very good. No, they're not. I, I agree. Kevin it's Klein, just, well, they're they're definitely on the decline, which sucks. I don't know. Kevin Klein is one of the better defensemen that we have, I'm, but like McDonough's I, strapped with Girardi, so like <laughs> McDonough's not very good because right. of because of that. He's got he's got to make up for for Girardi. Yeah, who. I don't know what we're going to do with his contract. Because oh, God. Well, that's his problem. Is he just slow, poor positioning, or just everything? All of it. All of it. It's just terrible. Just terrible. <laughs> the only thing he does is just block shots now because, like, they have to play defense so much when he's out there. I picked him up last season in fantasy for blocks, block shots and hits. It's what, the only thing he can do. I don't yeah. uh, Danny Boyle's really old. Yeah. And Yandel doesn't and, really play defense, right? He does. He, Yandel's been pretty good. Okay. Yeah, it's been Yandel and Klein have probably been the two best defensemen all year, in my opinion. It's just Yandel is very offensive-minded, and he yeah. wasn't being utilized like that for a while. He is now, which is helping because now he's he's got like 50 points or something like that, which is really good. Because our leader is Broussard, I think, with like 59, 8 points. Uh-huh. Cap's going to win the cup? Nope. They'll probably choke not. in the first round. Yeah, probably. Who are they who playing you, in the first like? round? They're playing... Or who De- are they likely to play? Detroit? Detroit or Boston? Yeah, I don't think it's solidified yet, is it? No, because the Boston, Detroit, and... Um, Philadelphia. Philadelphia are all... I like Pittsburgh. They're the yeah. team to beat. I don't, I don't like know. saying that, but 
I don't know who I like. Probably somebody over in the West. Probably Anaheim. I still really like Nashville. I think if Rene plays like Rene should be able to, that they're going to do a lot of damage. Well, we're going to be playing the winner of the Pacific Division in the first round of the playoffs. So It would be so great if Nashville knocked off L.A. and St. Louis knocked off Chicago in the first round. <laughs> I would be in tears. Oh, yeah, because Dallas is winning the division, so Dallas will play Minnesota. Yeah, and right? I think St. Louis is getting it handed to them tonight by Chicago, so... I think Dallas, if they win, win the division. Right. Yeah, I'm excited for playoffs, although now's when I have to start drinking <laughs> to get through the stress of it. <laughs> I have my bottle of uh, Bullet Bourbon over there ready to go. Especially with how up and down Nashville's been this year, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> At least they're relative, be... playing relatively well now. Like last year, they backed into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they've played some of their best hockey in the past two months, so. Yeah, Hopefully. no, they've been them in Pittsburgh were the two best teams since I think the All Star game. Yeah, that sounds right. I think I want to say. But so uh, let me ask, what do you guys think about the Sabers year this year? Definitely better. Yeah, they've been. They, uh, I think the last ten games aren't they like six two and two or something like that? <laughs> yes, they are. I just looked. Yeah, they've been. They've they've gotten better. Yeah, Buffalo's Buffalo's going to be very very good. I think in I would say two years. Yeah. Yeah. Goal, they got to figure out goaltending, and I think they'll be okay. Yeah, they do. I don't know. Robin Lehner has played better since for the He's last, I don't again. know. Yeah, he got hurt again. Robin Lehner is also, I think, nuts. Because <laughs> there's videos of him like taking off his mask, and he looks like an angry Viking trying to fight people on the ice all the time. He's, He's made of glass. It's true. He does get hurt a lot. That's basically the crux of the team because what's his face? Uh, Murray believed that he could be the goalie for him, and if he doesn't work out, they got what? Chad Johnson. Yes. Whose numbers? Hey, they are... went five hundred with Chad Johnson in net this year. Yeah, his numbers were okay too. They weren't too bad. It was like uh, plus minus or not plus minus save percentage and goals against average. They've, they've got a decent guy in uh, Rochester too. I think it's uh, I don't know how you say it, Nathan Lewin or something. Oh yeah, he's there. Okay. Yeah, no, Buffalo is definitely a team to watch out for. Well, I'll be rooting for Nashville in the playoffs. Thanks. Yep. Oh, no, not thanks. No, wait, no, Eric. Sports curse. Oh, you're right. I'll be rooting for Boston in the playoffs. You got to root for L.A. or Chicago because they've, they've traded the cup wins the past five years. I like L.A. I won't root for – I should root for Chicago because I don't want them to win. This oh, would I do be, like Patrick Kane. This would be the year, though, that your your uh, rooting for push you know push them over the edge. <laughs> if Eric roots for Chicago and they win the cup, I won't watch hockey next year. Oh, I forgot to even talk about that stupid national championship game. <laughs> Unfucking believable. There's that the one. The gist of it is Eric rooted for two different teams in the NCAA tournament, and they both lost. The gist of it is I've been a North Carolina fan my whole life. That's who I always rooted for. Uh, and since I moved to 10 minutes from the University of Virginia, I feel, you know, I root for them too now. So, of course, Syracuse beat UVA after, what, a 14-point comeback or something crazy? 
Yeah, and Syracuse had literally no business being even in the NCAA in the tournament, tournament to yeah. begin with, and they ended up going to the Final Four. So on top of that, then North Carolina's ending to their season in the championship game was heart-wrenching. And, I, Dan, I compared it to um, the uh, USA-Canada gold medal game in, in uh, hockey yeah. in the Olympics yep. because it was the elation of when Parise tied it. Mm-hmm. And when Marcus Page tied the game for North Carolina with a crazy three-point shot, and then just immediately after to just gut-wrenching three-pointer at the buzzer. Oh, man. Oh. That's tough. uh, Oh, well. Yeah. North Carolina is the one that usually doesn't let me down, too. Yeah, they want to feel solid. That's the, the one team that usually doesn't let me down. You've hit rock bottom with sports now. Oh, for you bet your ass I have. <laughs> this was Arsenal's year too, and they're not going to win it either. Who's going to win a championship first for you, Virginia? Out of all North- my favorite teams, yeah, probably North Carolina. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I can't see the Bills or Sabers ever winning. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're I mean, wrong. Am I, am I wrong? I hope you're wrong. I don't know. It's tough. I, ho- I hope I'm wrong too, but I, I don't see any uh, light at the end of that tunnel. It's tough. It, it's just the sadness in your voice. It's making it kind of kind of funny. Well, you got to figure one team out of in the NFL 32 wins every year. In hockey, it's one out of 30. 30. So soon to be 31. They yeah. haven't even made the playoffs in 16 fucking years. The Bills. The Bills. I mean, how unbelievable is that? Just by the law of averages. Yeah. 16 years. Like, a child could have been born and now drives. Since the last time. <laughs> and they time. have not seen the Bills in the playoffs. Yeah. God damn it. And did LaShawn McCoy end up getting in trouble for what he did? No, he didn't. You knew he, he wasn't going to. He beat up a cop. <laughs> no, I don't know if that's exactly what happened. All I know is LaShawn McCoy was with a group of people who got into an altercation with a cop, undercover let's, cop, or off-duty uh, cop, right? And let's keep in mind, also, that he was in Philadelphia. And what do we know about Philadelphia sports fans? Yeah. Always true. a really classy bunch. <laughs> that's true, because they do not like former players. And what do we know about some cops? I don't want to say all cops. But some cops think they're above the law because they're a cop. So if if he ran into a cop who thought he was above the law and lives in Philadelphia, forget it. <laughs> forget it. Okay. Uh, that's a good point. Anything else, Will? Uh, nah. Okay. Uh, I got a couple of quick things. I pre-ordered Dark Souls 3. I did not do it on Green Man Gaming this time. Their price has not been very good on Dark Souls 3, so I got it from a place called Games Planet. Mm. Uh, it's not that cheaper anyway. Yeah, it's forty-five bucks. So, um, I'm Thanks, re- Dan. really excited for Dark Souls. Really excited. Thanks. Yeah, Green Man Gaming's price has been no lower than fifty, which I was a little disappointed by. I was hoping for. Sometimes it gets down into the thirties for a brand new game. I think I paid like thirty-six for Far Cry Primal, uh, but the Division never. The price for the Division never went below like I think forty-eight is what I paid for the Division. So. 
Yeah. But Dan, I share your excitement for Dark Souls. Uh, uh, I listened to a couple of podcasts today. Yeah. And uh sounds pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm real real pumped for it. Uh I've been watching a little bit on Twitch here and there and you know, the the trailers that they, they come out with and I'm just like I can't can't wait for that. Very excited. What game is this? They're, those games are just so good. Like I agree. You just I know I won't be let down by it. I just know. <laughs> I have no doubt in my mind that's gonna be awesome. Yep. I'm with ya. Uh and then the only other thing I want to talk about is I finally saw the new Star Wars movie. Star Yay! Wars. Yay! I got the Blu-ray DVD digital combo for twenty bucks off of Amazon, uh, which is the the way to go. Um, before I get into talking about, we're going to talk briefly about the movie, but I think we're, after the episode, we're going to do like a spoiler laden uh, talk about the about the movie, a little more in depth. Uh, I got to give it to Disney um, with their with their digital thing. Because I started activating, like, digital movies. Because you know how you get the stupid flyer inside the Blu-ray case? Oh, activate on this website or activate on that website, blah 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 And everything makes you sign up for, like, a different account. Uh, I started or stopped signing up for, for those things and, and stopped paying attention to them. But Disney, when you get a digital Disney movie, it lets you activate it on a lot of your different services. So, like, my, my digital version of Star Wars, I activated on my Amazon instant video, I activate on my Google play and I activate it on voodoo, which I started adding movies to. Uh, it's great that you can do that with one, like one code. So I got to give it to Disney for that. That's great. Um, they allowed that because a, a lot of our universal movies, uh, have a different service for every single one of them, uh, which is stupid, but I used your voodoo. Yeah. Today. Nice. Uh, yeah, Eric was able. I, I let Eric have my login info for Voodoo too, so he can watch Star Wars. And the same offers available for you too, Will, if you ever want to watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna try and watch it soon, so, so I can you, hate on it. <laughs> so you can hate on it. Uh, so yeah, like I saw the movie finally, which was awesome. Uh, it was not what I was expecting. Mm, um, what were you expecting? I don't know what I was expecting, but I for me it was a it was more familiar and safe than I was expecting. I think for the most part, there's one part that was not safe, which we'll talk about later, but, um, it, it felt, it felt a very, very familiar, uh, because of the, the, who the bad guys were, uh, you know, as compared to episode four, you know, there's a lot of similarities there, which is not a bad thing at all. Um, but it, like I said, it felt, it felt a lot more familiar than I thought it would, but I really liked it. So, that's as much as I'll say about it. How many times did you watch it? Just I've only watched Just it once. once. Okay. Um, because I got it on Tuesday. Like last night, I wanted to play games. Um, so maybe pro- I'll probably watch it again this weekend. I like to watch new things, especially stuff like that, more than once. Because you pick up way more stuff that you missed in the first yeah. one. Definitely. I Watching it again today, which would be my third time, uh, I picked up on some stuff. I was like, yeah. whoa, cool. Uh, but the action sequences are really good. Uh, I like the, I like all the new characters. Um, yeah, they're really the characters are definitely super likable. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great sign for the trilogy too. Yeah, even the villain. I think so. Yeah, the villain. I like that actor though, uh, Adam Driver. Uh-huh. I liked him ever since he was in Inside Lewin Davis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was it was uh, it was good stuff. 
I enjoyed it. Look forward to watching it again. Like I said, at the after, I think after the end credits of this episode, we're gonna have a. I think I we're gonna do it because I'd prob- like to. Yeah, well, I mean, we're for, gonna finish pretty early, so yeah. Just talk Star we'll Wars f- for a couple hours. <laughs> a little bit, anyway. Not a couple hours. <laughs> fuck but... it. Tomorrow's <laughs> fuck it Friday, anyway. That's true. That's true. I'm getting drunk tonight. Uh, but what did you think of it? What did you think of it, Eric? I really liked it, and you guys know I'm not. I I like Star Wars, but I'm not like I don't know about Star Wars. I know yeah. the main, you know, thing that an average Star Wars fan would know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I thought I was. It's rare that I don't at least come close to dozing off during a movie. Right. And I didn't even come close. Like I thought that action was great. I was into it the entire time. Uh, I turned all the lights off in the house and I just cranked up the surround sound. My neighbor's probably pissed. My subwoofer is right against the wall. Oh, it's connected. Uh-huh. Uh, but fuck him. Yeah. He was out drunk on the sidewalk. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I thought was spoiled for me, was a little bit spoiled for me, but it wasn't exactly what they said. Okay. So that's good, though. So, yeah, but I was still able to enjoy it, even kind of knowing something about it. Mm-hmm. Not everything was spoiled, which was nice. Yeah. So, really liked the characters. Uh, the new characters were really cool. I yeah. thought uh, the villain was really awesome. Yeah. I thought his voice was super good yeah for, and i like him i i like him as a villain for a different reason than i usually like a villain which we'll talk about later uh usually I, usually i like character? a what's that is he a tragic character i'm not gonna answer that i'm just gonna say well nah, i guess i He's can't pretty really tragic yeah yeah oh yeah and that, that's what i like about it usually i like a villain that's like just super hateable you know but yeah, I, I won't go any further than that. We'll talk about it after the episode. I thought he was pretty hateable myself. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll talk about it. All right. I don't even want I don't even want to hint at it because hint at what goes on because I know I'll <laughs> I'll ruin it for somebody. So I'm not yeah, gonna do that. Uh, do we want to take a quick break before we do what we played and feedback? Yeah, please? I'm gonna make a real quick phone call. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna take a quick break and be back with what we played in just a moment. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 246 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in what we played. Um, since this is something we all played, let's talk about Mitomo first. Um, yeah. Mitomo is obviously Nintendo's first smartphone app. Uh, do they market it as a game? It's not really a game. Kind of like a weird social network. Yeah. Right? Weird social network, is, I think, is the best way to, <laughs> to phrase what it is. So pretty much yep. all it is is it's your me. Uh, you can get outfits for your me that you create. I, I, w- I was able to, I don't know if you guys did this, but transfer my one from my Wii U and 3DS into me Tomo. So just use the same one. I ended up changing the hair because I keep my hair shorter now than I used to. Uh, but that was the only change I made. But, yeah, you basically answer questions. Um, the me chats, you can buy clothes for them. Um, am I missing anything? No, there's the drop game. Yeah. I didn't play any games in it. I didn't either. I didn't know you could. Yeah, there's a drop game. It's like the, what's the word I'm looking for, Will? Oh, the pachinko? Uh, Pachinko, yeah. yeah. Okay. You drop your knees and you try and get fat loots, which is clothing. You try to get cool clothing. 
But the weird thing about it for me was um, there's there doesn't at least now seem to be a way to add friends that are not either either on one version of social media or you're in the room with them. Yeah. No, there isn't. Not at all, right? Nope. nope. Nothing. And, and Not... the face-to-face sometimes just decides it doesn't want to work. Yeah. I was in a room with one of my friends, and we were doing the face-to-face thing, and it took us probably 15 tries until we got it to work. Huh. And it just Weird. decided to work. Okay. Yeah, so... uh, me and my wife are friends on Mitomo, but that's it. Like I, Because I, I have a Facebook, but I don't even know... I don't know how to use it. I don't know any, like, I don't want, I don't want that on my phone at all. Um, for various reasons, uh, mostly battery life. Uh, and I never use it for anything. So there's no really reason to have it on my phone. So I don't know if like it connects to your browser and that's how it connects to Facebook, but, um, no, it's just like any other app that so, links to your social media. Right. Through, through your phone, like not through the browser. Right. Cause I don't have Facebook on my phone. I don't have a Twitter anymore, so. Right, yeah. So I wouldn't be able to do it anyway. Right? It would, pro- it would probably try to download Facebook, which would be a no-no for me. Dan, um, you love Facebook. But yeah, I mean, of course, be, with, it be, with it being Nintendo, it's got to have that weird, hard-to-do-friends list. Like, I, I, don't, I don't see why you can't do it through, like, email address or, like, you're able to generate your own QR code, which Corey sent to us, uh, but you can't do anything with it like i don't even know what the point of it is why can't you do it through the nintendo network id that you made whatever yeah email address like, what have you because nintendo <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. that's exactly right because nintendo so uh but i mean it's it's interesting i guess i get on every day and answer a few questions and call it a day yeah it's question. it's stupid questions it's like what did you do last weekend yeah and then your Mitomo friends uh, can comment on it and like it, just like a social network. Yep. Uh, but you're rewarded for doing so. You get coins for all of the interacting that you do. So there is that incentive, and then you use those coins to buy clothing. Yeah. Uh, it does have the Tamadachi life talking. Yeah, that's say, what I thought of. Yeah, it'll say whatever you write, which can be really funny. Yeah, because yeah. it does swear words and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is weird for Nintendo, but <laughs> it did nail my personality though, because there's a like a like a I don't know what's that shape five pen, pentagon type yeah. of thing with 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 sliders for you know you kind of match it to your personality. Um, I wish I could bring mine up now without it making a ton of noise, but it was like, uh, uh what is it? What was it? I sent it to you guys. Something independent, independent individualist. Yes. And it's like, yeah, comfortable on it on their own. They, they like to sit and contemplate things quietly. I'm like, yep, that's me. <laughs> Damn well, it. I just want an entire ninja suit set playing the drop game. Okay. I'm going to have to do that when I go upstairs. I'll, so I'll play, else. play the pachinko machine. But yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, stupid it is stupid it's nothing to write home about the joys i get out of it is making my me say inappropriate things to my friends yeah that's about it yep so any other thoughts on me tomo no i hope they add something to it it's i mean i guess it depends on who your friends are like 
if they're making good jokes. I don't know. There's good jokes. Sometimes, yeah. Oh, you can do the photo editing. That can be kind of silly and fun. For for five (laughs) minutes, it's fun. Yeah. Maybe they're going to add more stuff to it and whatnot. But, but yeah, basically, it's just a weird social network kind of thing for now. So that's me, Tomo. Uh, Eric, we'll start with you. What do you got for us? What did I play this week? Uh, Let's talk about Heroes of the Storm, Will. Yes. All right. The best game I played this week. Uh, God, I don't even know how long it's been. It's been, what, at least six months, probably? Yeah, at least Since I touched Heroes of the Storm? Might might even be more. Yeah, so uh, I won my first game with with, uh, buddy Alex before Will got on. And then uh, we played with Will and another guy um, from back home. Um, I don't think we did very well. No, it was pretty rough. Like, I just, like, the, the first game that I played was with Sylvanas, and she, like, everything was different. Yeah, they changed all the abilities, so, like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what the hell I was doing yeah. to start. Well, actually, the first game I played, I played with a character I'd never used before. It was one of the new ones, and I we won. Which character? Um, Artanis. Okay. Artanis is fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. So then I switched. Um, I used Nazebo and did terrible. So then I was using Vala, and uh, the last game we played, we won, and I, I thought I played pretty well that game. Uh, but I had a really good time. I'm really happy that uh, I went back and played some more Heroes of the Storm. Had a really good time. I told them that by by not playing that game for as long as they have, I probably saved myself like 150 bucks. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I was going through the shop, and man, are those the mounts are just so appealing to me. I want every one of them. There's nice. some pretty awesome mounts in the game. A lot of the stuff they have added has just gotten really awesome, and like the yes. overall improvements to the game, just it just looks and runs better. I don't know. I was yeah, impressed. I, yeah, I, I, I had a really good time with it. I think I'll, I'll play here and there just to kind of keep fresh on it. But, uh, yeah, I don't think there's a – well, apparently they took out the Cursed Hollow map. Yeah. Really? No, uh, no, no, not Mines. Cursed – Haunted Mines. Oh, okay. Which I loved. Yeah. I loved that map. It was uh, the which, only so one I, when we all played we'd win. That was the only one. Yeah, so that kind of sucks. I wish they had taken Blackheart's Bay out instead. But <laughs> Why'd they take it out? Not really sure. Uh, Alex didn't tell. He didn't have a reason why. He just told us they took it out. Huh. It I, might not. It might. Here, I'm going to look. It might not be in the map. Because there's map rotation now. Because there's so many of them that they only have oh. a certain amount. Well, the I top, bet you that's it. The top search is Haunted Mines gone forever. <laughs> oh. That's crushing. Uh, temporary removal. Since the map was horrible on its own. That's not true. I really liked that map. I did too. Temporary removal, huh? Cursed Hollow is the one I always lost on without fail. <laughs> always. I don't know what it was about that one, but... I'll tell you once. what, though. Like Some of the new heroes they've added look so cool. I wanted to buy one. I might buy one this week. There was one I had my eye on. Which one? Greymane. Greymane is pretty cool. Yeah. He's an assassin, is that right? Yep. And he's like... Human and wolf. 
Yeah, he has an ability where, like, he will be shooting his gun or whatever, and then he can dive in as wolf form and do, like, have separate abilities as a wolf. And then, like, his escape is turning back into a human, and he, like, rolls away. So, um, what is he from? Uh, the Warcraft universe. Warcraft, okay. He's a worgen or whatever. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's just fun. I had a really good time. I'm, you know, it's fun. It's fun when you're not playing as much as I was and getting really into it and getting depressed and yeah. pissed off. Yeah, because if you're fun. just playing for fun, it's not that big of a deal. If you lose, yeah. it's kind of funny. It's just kind of like a side hobby. You don't really care. Like I, I played Brightwing and died ten times in a game, and I didn't didn't care. Yeah. So that was Heroes of the Storm. Um, let's see. I played. I bought MLB the Show. 16 uh mostly because of the great reviews it was getting i know it gets good reviews every year but it seemed like that it was like exceptionally good this year um and i kept seeing commercials for it and i don't know it just looked really good so i bought it and you know with the best buy discount it almost makes it worth it yeah so um I've only played one game so far and i did an exhibition match i i have yet to start my uh my road to the show uh my friend jeff told me to make a closer because the games are very quick you just come in for like one inning in like a high pressure situation and then that, it just goes really quick that's a great idea yeah so that's what i'm gonna do um yeah so i played one game as the yankees and i was appalled at how old their roster is and <laughs> i it must have been on easy mode because i struck out 18 with tanaka and i I think I scored six in the first couple of innings. I ended up simulating a few innings because it's just so long. Yeah. A baseball game is so long. Yeah. But it's good. I mean, uh, the presentation's really well done. The The pitching is really cool. Hitting's very, very cool. Hitting home runs and getting strikeouts is very rewarding. Uh, I like the strategy of pitching. Like, what... You know, it's very satisfying when you throw a, a nasty sinker or slider for that third strike and yep. hit the corner. Yeah, yeah. It's just or like a high fastball. It's just really, really rewarding. And uh, I'm sure my neighbor by the tenth strikeout I got, and when I yelled, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure my neighbor was pretty fed up with that. But nice again, drunk on the sidewalk. So yeah, um, he has no room to yeah. judge. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I think uh, my friend Jeff's a huge baseball fan, so I think this weekend we're probably going to end up playing some while he's here, so I'll report back on that again next week. And then I played Quantum Break, uh, the Xbox One exclusive that uh, we've been waiting for for quite a while. Uh, we're going to do an episode on that next week, so I'm not going to talk too much about it, but uh, I beat the first act. Um, it's okay. Yeah. The time travel aspect of it is kind of cool the story is a little bit interesting and the time manipulation powers that your character has are are kind of cool but time blast it's not <laughs> anything that's blowing me away by any means okay that's and i don't think i don't think i've seen any of the television part which is weird they do it at the end of every act apparently i beat an act so maybe, and it started up again without going to television, 
But I also, because you can, I, I'm under the impression that you can stream it or download all the television part. Because if you download it, it's 75 gigs. Wow. Nice. Uh, which I'm not going to do. Um, Time to so upgrade under, your Xbox One hard drive. <laughs> I already did. Mm. So I was under the impression that you could stream it because that's what I had heard. Um, maybe I didn't get far enough into the second part because I literally just kept playing to see if it would go into the TV thing. And it didn't do that immediately, so I stopped. But, yeah, I should be able to have it beat for next week. So. Mm-hmm. Are there only four parts, like four acts or whatever? I think there's five or six. I think oh, okay. five, actually. The first After I beat the first one, I said I was 15% uh, completed. So it's not a long game. You're looking like eight hours. Yeah, that's what I've heard from other places, about eight hours. But, yeah, it's okay. Okay. Any else, Eric? No, I don't think so. Played some more FIFA. We're still trying to get that Division One victory, and uh, that game's fucking janky. <laughs> and I played Rocket League, which I've been missing terribly. Nice. It's still the best game of all time. By the way, we should apologize to Tito oh, for missing God, the sign-up right. for... The championship I feel series. so bad about that, like, because my wife was here, so I was just completely out of the video game loop, like, completely. I don't think I played anything once while she was down here, and uh, completely forgot to sign up for the Rocket League team, and I'm really bummed out about it, and I feel like an asshole. Uh, so, apologies for that. Yeah. But I'm sure there will be opportunities in the future, and let's be honest, he's probably going to do better with whoever he's playing with. True. Yeah. Yeah, the one time I played with Tito, he was pretty damn good. We probably did him a favor <laughs> more than anything else. <laughs> yep. Best of luck to Tito. Yeah, definitely. Typical of us, really. <laughs> but you know what, Tito, in all fairness, if you win, you probably should give us a, sh- a split. Yeah. Of the shares. Yep, I agree <laughs> with that. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. That's uh, it. Corey. Mm. Let's see. Other than Hyperlight Drifter, which I knew you played, Dan. Yeah. Do you want to talk uh, about? I played. Mass, I started playing Mass Effect. In I mentioned that I haven't gotten very far. I haven't even gotten off the spaceship because I've just spent the entire time reading the codex and talking to people. Because uh, I haven't touched Mass Effect since I beat the third game, and I always said, you know, that's that's my story. That's my Shepard. Uh, that's how it's going to be. But. I just had the hankering for some Mass Effect. Yeah. And it's been it's been a while since I played the first one. When did that come out? Two thousand The first one? Yeah. Two thousand eight. No. Yeah, I was I, I was gonna say. I was in my okay. first apartment when that yeah. came out. Yeah, let's look. Mass Effect. So I figured I was due for a little Mass Effect. Uh, wow, two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. But it, it it feels like it's two thousand game two thousand seven game. But I did install some mods, so I've got the the textures looking nice and everything uh but it's just nice it's so i remember playing it the first time and just being overwhelmed with all the lore i'm yeah. like i'm never gonna remember this but now ha- being familiar with the entire arc of the mass effect trilogy uh and you hear about like the protheans and and yeah. all that stuff uh it's very awesome and how they allude to like the reapers and all that very early on it's really cool yeah, it's really well done, uh, really well done universe. But I think that's why it's so loved, you know. I mean, yep. in addition to 
the the gameplay being good, specifically in the second and third ones, um, you know that that's really what drew people in. I think. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So I haven't even gotten off on. I haven't even gotten on Eden Prime yet. And I had forgotten about the Spectre that you're with yeah. originally in the yep. first game. The What's Saren? his name? Saren. Not Saren. Is it Saren? No. Yeah, Saren. Oh, no. Saren's the one that went rogue. Right. It's the one before that. I can't, I can't think of his name, name now. I don't know. But I always make my Master my master Chief, my Commander Shepard, uh, super ugly. <laughs> and I did not fail this time. He's a very, <laughs> homely, very homely man. Nice. Very homely space commander. Yep. Okay, man. Not every hero has to be attractive. It's not I, true. I'm totally with you. Yeah. Now, so not, not yet. Uh, thanks, beardless in the chat, Nihilus. Nihilus, right? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to you know when I have some time here, just sitting and, and getting some some Mass Effect, uh, getting deep into some Mass Effect lore. Yeah. Now, Corey. On your playthroughs in the Mass Effect game, I want you to really sit there and think while playing it about Game of the Generation. <laughs> I will do that. I think we had yes. it right, though, with no. Skyrim. I do. Oh, Dan, and you're absolutely right. <laughs> as much as I fought, I fought. I think I fought specifically for Mass Effect Two. Uh, I, Skyrim is the problem. The problem with Mass Effect, like being the game, I would say it's the best ip yeah of the generation yeah but it's just it's three games you know to tell that whole story yeah you can't i couldn't just pick one because i i wasn't as in love with two as you guys were i liked one and three more whereas the elder scroll games are fine standalone you know yeah you can't i i wouldn't want to just plunk myself into mass effect 2 and have that be the only game i played from the series where you know a lot of people's first experience with elder scrolls was skyrim so yeah which is fine. I will say a lot of people's first Mass Effect experience was too. Yeah. That well, was the case for me. That was that's I mean it was a more accessible game than than the first one. Game of the generation. A little more familiar. For slower folks like myself. It's like it's Eric. it was less RPG and more action game. This is still RPG, but In story a negative yeah. way. Story. story fell flat for me. How dare you? I, it was good. It was good to build the characters. I, I think it deserves its place, but in terms of the yeah, actual the, events, in the, the arc was a little uh, underwhelming. In the grand scheme of things, too, like none of that really meant all that much for the third game. Well, no, but well, I mean, you it changed your Skittles ending. If you <laughs> look at the overall no, story arc of two compared to three, there like doesn't even compare because three is just jam packed with a ton of everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. So you are you are right, but it's a it's a different kind of story, isn't it? And it's coming from the characters more as opposed to like a main story yeah. objective arc or whatever. Sure. Didn't it like do away with inventory? Didn't it do some weird gameplay stuff too? I think they got rid of inventory management. Yeah, I don't think there's any of that kind of stuff. I don't know. You could I think you like upgrade your weapons with parts and stuff, right? Yeah, I think that's right. It's been a Dan while. Streams a stream of playthrough, Dan. I'd love to do that. Do it. If I ever had a convenient way to stream, I always have to bring my computer down here. Because mm. in the like when it's in the living room, even if it's at night, like the TV's on in the background and all the noise. Corey, and stuff. stream a playthrough. Corey, stream I thought about streaming. I'm already too late though. I already. 
I guess I could start when I get on Eden Prime. Sure. Yeah. Maybe I will. Okay. Do you want to talk about Hyper Light Drifter now? Sure. Yeah. I want to hear about it. Okay. Same here. Uh, So Hyper Light Drifter developed by Heart Machine. Uh, Now, I would have a hard time describing this on my own, so I I took off the Steam page uh, a little bit of background about the game. So... Said echoes of a dark and violent past resonate throughout a savage land steeped in treasure and blood. Hyperlight Drifter is an action adventure RPG in the vein of the best 16 bit classics with modernized mechanics and designs on a much grander scale. Drifters of this world are the collectors of forgotten knowledge, lost technologies, and broken histories. Our drifter is haunted by an insatiable illness, traveling further into the lands of buried, buried time, hoping to discover a way to quiet the vicious disease. Uh, easy to pick up, difficult to master. Enemies are vicious and numerous. Hazards will easily crush your frail body, and friendly faces remain rare. Upgrade weapons, learn new skills, discover equipment, and traverse a dark, detailed world with balancing paths, branching paths, and secrets abound. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the first thing you'll notice about Hyperlight Drifter is the absolutely amazing artwork. Uh, I read a review that said any any screen on Hyperlight Drifter would make a great like painting or photograph, and I totally agree with that. It's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Um, the colors, the uh, yeah. bro- broken landscapes, and it's all very very well done. It's, it's for uh, pixel pixel art. It's very impressive, and if you've played Titan Souls, yeah, it's similar. Uh, yeah, similar, similar looking art style. Uh, brighter colors. Uh, there's more like neon type of colors and stuff in in Hyperlight Drifter than there is Titan Souls. And Titan Souls, Titan Souls is pretty bright too, but yeah, very similar art style to that. Yep. Uh, probably one of the most stylish looking games I've ever played. If I, I could see that. If I had to. Say I that. I wish though they didn't have any text because they give you hints in text, yeah. but there's no dialogue. There's no talking. No. At least that I've seen. No, there's not. Uh, whenever you come across a character that needs to relay information to you, they do it in pictures. And the pictures are all very well done. Like, it'll show uh, some bad guys coming in and rooting out, like, a cave with, uh, like, rabbit people and killing them and, you know, blood spilling all over the floor. But it's in the series of, like, three pictures, which are all, like, very well done, all those cryptic things. Cryptic, too. Cri- very cryptic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so... Uh, I played on the with a Xbox 360 controller, but it also works like right off the bat with a PS4 controller. So if like if you plug it in, it'll have all the right button prompts and everything for the for the PS4 controller, which I really like. Um, I like having that option if 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 your preference is the P, the PlayStation 4 controller as opposed to the 360 or Xbox One controller. It's all set up already. Uh, yeah, base controls: movement with the left control stick, dash with A, attack with. Uh, your sword with X, shoot your gun with the right trigger, aim your gun with the left trigger, and you heal with the left bumper. Uh, your primary attack is a three-hit combo with your sword, uh, and your gun rounds, your bullets recharge with, with sword hits. So uh, they do that on both bad guys and, like, crap in the environment. You can, you know, bust up barrels and boxes and crystals and all that stuff, and that'll recharge your recharge your gunshots. Uh, and then additional upgrades are purchased with currency that you collect with uh, exploration and defeating enemies. Um, so the start of the game plunks you down in the middle of an outpost or small city of some port. Reminded me a little bit of like uh, Moss Eisley, but mm-hmm. with but with grass. I thought of Logan's Run. I don't know why. I never saw Logan's Run. Oh, so okay. Uh, that kind of futuristic 
sparse wasteland kind of type type, type of thing like it's kind of a rundown city uh there's alien races like or alien creatures like wandering around and or peddling their wares uh it's very very cool the 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 starting place uh and then you're not really given much direction other than you can go north south east or west uh you just kind of figure it out on your own from there that's, uh, that's the Titan Souls. I think this game has a lot in common with oh, Titan sure. Souls. And, yeah, and for me, Hyperlight Drifter is a much more complete oh, yeah. video game sure. relative to, uh, to Titan Souls. I should say I beat it. Hey! Hey, nice work, Dan. Thank you. Good job, Dan. boy, Dan. It took me about 13 hours uh, to beat it. Wow. I think the how long to beat is like 8 or 9, but uh, I had a hell of a time with the first boss. You just weren't very good at it, huh? No, not very good. Uh, I think I was a little premature in going to the bosses. I hadn't upgraded <laughs> any of my abilities. Uh, specifically the dash ability. Once you upgrade that, that makes it so you can dodge a, a lot easier. Uh, and also the timing. It's a very difficult game uh, with, with the combat stuff. Um, I've what, heard it compared to Dark Souls a little bit. Dark, but, I was uh... going to say Dark Souls. A lot of people have said that, but a lot of people are like, oh, you're just comparing it to Dark Souls because whatever hard because it's difficult uh but it, it does feel it does feel like a 16-bit dark souls a little bit yeah definitely. and the way it communicates the game i think is the biggest uh biggest part of yeah. dark souls and yeah and the, the whole bosses thing too like figuring out the the pattern of attack uh and the way you dodge and stuff that all felt very dark souls to me too mm-hmm. um but yeah i had a hell of a time with the first boss i think i maybe spent two hours all Which at one once. The, the, I don't know. Like the you, first one, because you can, you can go, go in any direction. Yep. It was the one in the West, the guy, the guy with the katana. Okay. Is that the easiest way to go? Cause I started by Mm-mm. going North. Mm-mm. North is the easiest way to go. I uh, like that. You can go different ways. Yep. I like that. Yeah. It's like, like when Dark I first, Souls too. well, when I yep. first tried to play, uh, was it dark souls two? No, the first Dark Souls, I went right to that graveyard. Yeah, that's what I did too. And I was like, this game sucks. It's too freaking <laughs> hard. But that's just not, you just shouldn't go that way. Yep. You should go somewhere else. You're not too far I love, off. I love of... that about those games though. Yeah. Yeah, I had a hard... I, hard... I can't wait to play this one. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I absolutely loved it. It was really, really well done. Uh, I had a hard time with the bosses, uh, but then it's the type of situation where I'll, I jumped in and all of a sudden I knocked off three bosses like right in a row within like an hour of each other. Um, so it was one of those things that once really it was getting down the timing of the, the dash. Cause you could keep the dash going as long as you timed it right after you upgrade it for the first time. Mm. Uh, and once I figured out the timing for that, it made the game a lot easier and I didn't really have too much trouble with that after that. Um, but yeah, Maybe what I a great invested game. in the wrong upgrade. Then my first upgrade I got was the dash attack where you dash and can do okay. damage. Well yeah. Do, do the multiple dash one for your next upgrade. Mm. That'll make it a lot easier. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it, uh, I read there. I mean, there's some great, funny steam reviews. Uh, if you want to check those out, I think Kotaku did, a, a you know, compiled a bunch of them that, that are really good. Yeah. But, uh, one thing I read is that like when, when you go into an area to fight enemies, like it's like a really, really finely tuned ballet with your, you know, you're dodging and attacking and, and figuring out where all the enemies attack patterns are and stuff. And when it, when it really like works for you and you don't get hit, it's an amazing feeling. Uh, but there's also times when you go into a room and you get hit the first time and you know, like this battle's just going to be over and I'm going to be dead. Um, <laughs> you can kind of tell when you first go into a room, how, how things are going to mm-hmm. turn out. Is uh, the only penalty of death that you start at the beginning of the area? Yeah. And it's not, okay. it's not even always, it's from the last point where you saved, I think. So it's oh, okay. not even always at the beginning of an area. Uh, but gotcha. yeah, it's just, 
you know, you, you have to backtrack a little bit usually. I never had to backtrack more than like five minutes, I don't think, from, from dying. Um, but yeah, I love that game. So good. Secrets, so good. man. There's a ton so many of secrets. secret areas to find. Yeah. Just in a, a, which, there's always little itty bitty hints that if you're paying attention, you'll find them. Yeah. Which, I mean, you can gloss over the majority of them too. Uh, Cause a lot of them will just have like, uh, one of them's like a monolith thing that you unlock. I'm not sure what all that stuff does, but uh, you get your, your currency for upgrading your stuff. Uh, a lot of times I'll have like health packs that you, that you can loot. Um, so yeah, good stuff. I see puking up blood. He's sick. I see sick. I, but that's part of the story. I don't know. I still have no idea what happens in the story. Like, I was just going to ask if there was any story to <laughs> there it. There is a little bit. Uh, it's very vague. I would like an explanation, but I also would like more. Maybe a sequel. Maybe that will explain a little bit better. Uh, I believe on one the of the Steam reviews, Dan, on that Kotaku post was, if you don't understand the story, it's okay. Nobody does. Just play it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, was what, what that was the guy said. I think my favorite was, uh, like my girlfriend started going down on me while I was playing this game and I didn't stop playing, <laughs> which I thought was good. Uh, but yeah, what a, what a great game. Did you have an issue with the, uh, frame rate? Yeah. At first, um, I don't know if they patched it, but like I was getting headaches from it. Yeah. Uh, because like when I would move specific, like, especially when the screen would, would move, yeah. uh, it would like Jerk. shake a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and I noticed that a lot at first, but I don't know if they patched it. And it like towards the end, like when I was playing a lot more and and beating all the bosses and stuff, I didn't, I did, I stopped noticing it. Yeah. So I don't know if they they fixed that, but yeah, it would like wave when you would when the screen would move. Yep. I'm worried it's gonna make me sick. I could see that. It gave me a headache a couple times. I had to mm. stop playing. Man, Corey's all the best out. games make me sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of people complained about 30 frames per second, which it, it, it runs at. Who uh, cares? Jeez. It, a game like that, it doesn't matter as much. Like I said, the only, time I, the only time I noticed it was when the screen was moving, if you were, like, kind of, mo- like, walking down and the screen needed to catch up or whatever. That was, that was the only time I noticed it. It doesn't feel like – because a lot of times 30 frames per second will feel slow for mm-hmm. action-y games, but it doesn't – like, the controls feel tight and everything. I never had an issue with that, so – Good stuff. It is. It's recommend it's fun. it. Recommend it. Yeah, I'm worried, Dan, and and you can tell me if this is a valid worry that mm-hmm. I'm going to spend too much time trying to find where I need to go next. Is that an issue in the game? Because uh... I like would go to stuff and I'd be like, oh, I can't go here yet. I got to remember this so I can come back to it later. But <laughs> I'm not going to remember all you, those. Yeah, spots. you'll forget about those places definitely. Uh... Is there a lot of walking around trying to find where to go next? No, not it, it didn't seem like I'm it. I'm not in the mood for that after the witness. Yeah, it didn't it didn't seem like it. Why? Um, <laughs> it didn't seem like it. Like you'll you'll get to the the like a point where you can't progress any further and like just warp back to the to the main place. And a lot of times you need to go back through and collect uh your health packs, restock your health packs. Mm. Uh, but I never minded doing that cuz the combat was so fun. Like I didn't mind wiping out a few easier enemies that I had an easy time with, you know. They replenish the yeah. health packs? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you need to, like, if I knew I was going to fight a boss, like, I would go and, and try and replenish my my health packs and, and try not to get hit on the way there, which yeah. is always hard. But, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed Hyperlight Drifter. Thoroughly enjoyed cool. it. 
Looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, coming to consoles later in the year. There's no release date yet, but at some point. I think maybe that's the one I'll try with the Steam Link. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. To ha- I think I think it would be a good game to, to play on a, on a television. Yeah. Um, did you have anything else you played, Corey? Nope. Okay. Will, what about you? Me? Yeah. Uh, what do you guys want to hear about first? Fire Emblem, Stardew Valley, or Clash Royale? Clash Royale. Clash Royale. I had a monumental moment in that game. You quit. No. Oh. I finally, after a month of playing, got out of Arena 4. Nice. Congrats. A month. A month. I, I quit. I don't blame you for quitting. If I wasn't addicted, I would 100% quit. Because a month in between, I could be, I could just be bad. That's probably it. But I feel like a month to progress in that game is bad game design. I don't yeah. know. Well, they wanted you to spend money, and I didn't break. So, so you're not a what do they call them? Whales? Uh, I call them wallet warriors. No, okay, <laughs> that's, like that. that's good. Which is what we call Johnny, even though he's completely free to play. We still call him a wallet warrior. <laughs> Nice. Oh really? He doesn't. He doesn't buy anything on there. No, nah, I think the only person in the clan that has was Dakota, and he dropped five, and that was it. Okay. I came close, and then I was like, Eric, don't, don't do it, you asshole! Don't do that. Because <laughs> you shortly, you quit shortly after. Yeah, I deleted it. <laughs> uh, that would have been a bad decision. Still but... the best mobile game ever made. Oh God, hands down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no Shoot, me. There. Shoot me! Shoot <laughs> me! Hi. Gonna, it's definitely going to win mobile game of the year. It's up for game of the year for sure. It's not going to win. Are we splitting mobile and uh, handheld this year or no? I don't know. That's probably the only mobile game I'll play all year, so I can't vote for Oh, damn it. Are you really going to vote Clash Royale over Fire Emblem? No, of course not. That's what I'm saying. If it, if it's if yes. if it's mo- <laughs> if it's a mobile game, mobile slash handheld category, there's no way. But if it's, that's the only mobile game I play all year... That would have to get first. I think we should split them so it can get an award. We'll see when the time comes. <laughs> we'll figure that out come December. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I spent, as I said, I spent a month in that arena, and I was having no luck. I switched my deck three or four times, which can be a good thing or a bad thing because if you switch it, you have to learn how to play it again and like be your, like the most effective with it. So, like, that learning curve, like, you lose the first couple times you you use it and stuff like that. So, I used a deck that Johnny, uh, my friend Evan, and our clan leader used, and they all got out of Arena 4 with it. And we all play pretty, like, similarly. So, I decided to try out that deck, and within 15 hours, I had went from 1,200 trophies to the 1400 to advance 15 hours it took you that i'm long? sorry you said 15 hours no that's just the time like i started at night like i played at night a little bit and then like 15 hours later like i had oh. played periodically and had gone oh. so it I took me meant... less than a day to like periodically playing to advance gotcha no, i thought you meant I... 15 hours in game no that's God, what i no. thought you meant and i was like well that doesn't sound very good will <laughs> brutal no, I probably had played – I had lost twice within that time frame, so I probably played, I don't know, 10 games maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's a big moment, but pretty quickly I got reverted back to four, and I've been bouncing between four and five, and 
still want to punch my wall and put a hole through things when I play it. But because nothing's worse than the person who mocks you while you're playing and they're winning. I see it never bothered me on that. Well, they just spam the crying face after they take down my tower, and it just it's so annoying. Uh, first of all, I never had somebody do that. And second of all, I don't think it would bother me on there. I don't know why. I didn't well, care enough. I'm very pat. Well, I'm falling behind in the clan, and I don't like to be be behind. Just quit the clan. There have been rumblings of starting a new clan. Unite the clans. We could. I, I was don't know. gonna. I was gonna start a new clan, and then I was too way too lazy to do that. Yeah, I was gonna start my own called the One Man Wolf Pack. It was just like been me. Just we, me and we the Wallet Warrior. <laughs> we have a clan name, and like we're coming up with one right now that's in the works in case we do. The Whoville Hotties. I brought that up, actually. Keep the didn't Whoville go, Hotties didn't, going. Didn't go over? It's one of the ones that we have in contention. Okay. Um, That's Clash Royale. Pretty frustrating. Right now I'm just unlocking chests, so I haven't been playing. Moving on to Fire Emblem Birthright. I beat Fire Emblem Birthright. Well done. Thank Great you. Great job, Will. Over 40 hours into it. Um, Dan, I don't know about you. Did Conquest Story at the end, like the last like six chapters, get just really depressing? Uh, I don't remember it to be being depressing. Because in Birthright, just the story arc, just people dying, and I was just like, this is sad. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay, so maybe uh, Conquest is more... Uh, more lighthearted at the end? I wouldn't say lighthearted, but a lot of characters that I liked uh, just ate it. Okay. The story, <laughs> which was depressing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I put, like I said, I put 40 hours into it, and after that I immediately bought Conquest uh-huh. and started Conquest. I feel like I don't it's been a while since I played through the like I played through the beginning and everything like that and I I felt dirty picking Nor. Yeah. Like siding with Nor Dan. I just it doesn't seem didn't this doesn't feel right. It'll all make sense. It all makes sense. Well, it's just like cuz I had spent 40 hours in this game fighting with the birthright people like yeah. Hanoka, Rayomo, T- Takumi and all of them and then to just turn against them in the next game and then being all mad about it. I, I hear you. Like, I kind of like, felt Aw. I kind of felt the same way when I started Birthright after playing Conquest. Yeah, and they're pleading to you like what are you doing? Yeah. Yep. It's good though cuz it means you care enough about those characters that and they, that, and they that did a has really an good impact. job with it. Yeah. Yep. The, so, like, I'm really excited to play. I for whatever reason I stopped playing for like maybe maybe a month because I was really struggling with the paralog missions to get the kids. I was just losing troops from like criticals and stuff like that, just left and right. And I'm trying, and it was like my good soldiers, like Takumi yeah. and Hannah and all of them. And I was like, well, I can't like play through without these characters because they're my powerhouses. That stray critical screw you up. It's, it happened so many times, and it just kept repeating itself. And I was like, well, just wait. at some point, he's, it's like a 2% critical. Just wait until Conquest. I actually put it on casual for Conquest. That's not a bad idea. Because I kind of want to just, like, I, I, I'm i with Conquest. I'm going to go with, like, optimal marriages and whatnot and, like, all, all sorts of stuff like that. So, like, from the start, I kind of have a plan on who I'm marrying with who yeah. uh, to get... 
powerful soldiers so I can, you know, not struggle through right. it, I guess. No, casual is good for that one. Um, I liked having my, you know, the characters get like knocked out of the battle uh, when they when they lost. So I wouldn't have them for the rest of the battle, but they would be back for the next one if I needed them. And I, I know Fire Emblem vets would be like, oh, it's not Fire Emblem now. And it's like, well, I kind of want to enjoy the story. Yeah. I don't want to have to start over when I'm like 25 hours into this. Exactly. Especially with that one that you said, like, every kill like matters and who gets the kill and yeah who yeah also or sorts of stuff like that and i even started in the the first six chapters because like then because i get felicia mm-hmm. she joins me or whatever so i was like working on leveling her and my character up so like we kind of have a good start uh-huh. for us so and i know i think kaz is in both games too whichever side you're on he joins you yeah so, like, I was trying to, like, work on leveling him up and whatnot. But Fire Emblem's a great game. I'm really looking forward to playing through Revelations, too. Yeah. Because I don't know what that's even about. I think you can get every character in the game, though. Really? Yeah, I think, like, both the Noir and Hoshido uh, soldiers end up joining you huh. through the di- different chapters in that playthrough. Nice. So. Uh, last thing, Stardew Valley I've been playing just been farming i'm in the winter now so there's not a lot to do other than the mines and fish and stuff like that and upgrade my weapons and stuff Mm -hmm. but i can't find clay all of a sudden which is the most common resource because i want to build a silo because i just i didn't really build anything Mm. and i can't find clay any like anywhere you have to hoe it out of the ground oh i had i went to my field and just started hoeing nothing huh Maybe you can't get it in the winter. That's what I'm wondering, which would kind of suck. I know you can get it from breaking rocks, too, and I was in the mines, and I just was just breaking every rock and got nothing. You got to hoe the dirt in the mines. Is the hoeing the dirt in the mines? I'm pretty sure you, you can get clay that way. Yeah, yeah. maybe you can't outside in the wintertime. Yeah, because the ground's frozen. That would be cool. But I have, like, 30,000 uh, gold right now, so I've got a lot. I'm just going to be... Screwing around in the winter, giving my wife gifts, uh-huh. fishing. Sounds nice. Oh, yeah, it's a good sure life. The Stardew Valley winter is way better than our current winter, which is still going on, apparently. Yeah. It's holding on for dear life. Two more. It's supposed to snow tomorrow and Saturday. And it's supposed to be like three inches. What? Yeah. Brutal. Uh, and that's it for me. Okay. Uh, the only other thing I played other than what we talked about already was Far Cry Primal. Trying to beat it, get it off my solid state drive, make room for Dark Souls. Um, I, don't, I don't have anything interesting to talk about other than uh, I had one of those Far Cry moments where, out of nowhere, a flaming bear, I don't Ooh. know where it came from, it set the whole valley I was in on fire, all the trees, all the grass, uh, and burnt everything to a crisp. It was awesome. That is pretty cool. Yeah. I don't wow. know. Like I said, it was just a flaming bear. There was like a fight off in the distance. I don't know if it came from there, but yeah, uh, I ended up dying because I couldn't get out of the, the inferno from the flaming bear. That's pretty so, awesome. So that was a cool moment. Yeah. Uh, my opinion is the same. It's a it's an average game. I should have it beaten in the next few nights uh, so I can gear up for Dark Souls. There you go. Very excited. Only a few days now. I know. All right. Uh, feedback. 
which I am calling up right now. All right. This... Corey, are you excited for Dark Souls? Oh, of course. You haven't really said much about it. No, I'm excited. You kidding? Is it wrong that I'm more excited to play Ratchet and Clank than Dark Souls? No. Yep. You've... Oh, you've never really been yeah. a Dark Souls guy? No, that's just wrong. <laughs> it's categorically wrong. Well, I didn't ask your opinion. I asked Dan. Well, Will, are you more excited to play more Clash Royale than Dark Souls? I actually That would hate, be wrong. I hate Clash Royale. I'm just addicted. <laughs> so right, no, sure. I don't I don't want to play it. What is your experience with Dark Souls? I played three hours at Corey's place of Dark Souls one. That's it? That's it. I have Dark Souls two on the PC and Xbox One, I think. Yep, you do. Just haven't haven't played. Of all of us, that's least like or likely to be. Or Will is the one that's least likely to like Dark Souls. I think. Yeah, I can't see Will being a fan. No. I played Bloodborne for twenty five minutes. <sighs> Game. Oh my god. I don't know. It just depends how how I handle the frustration of dying a lot. Which sometimes you I don't care. Sometimes it gets under my skin. Man, but when you finally beat the blood-starved beast <laughs> after 15, 20 battles with that son of a bitch. Well, I just have one piece of advice. What's that? Get good get or good. uninstall. <laughs> get, get good or uninstall. I actually said that last night when I was playing yeah. Heroes. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> nice. Okay, feedback from Idaho Jake says, Hey guys, I bought Star Wars. Rogue Squadron from Steam for 10 bucks and it is worth it. It took me back to the good old days. Of course, the graphics are not the greatest, but it doesn't ruin the experience. I played with an Xbox 360 controller, and it was fantastic. It will take you a second to get what button does what, uh, but after that, man, is great. I forgot there really isn't a story more more than, than is Angry Birds. It's about getting the high score. Fastest time in competing against your Steam friends, but way more fun. I love flying the X-Wing. It makes me feel like a true Rebellion pilot. Just call me Red X. I really recommend that if you loved it back in the day, you will like it now. Really hope that if it sells well on Steam, that 2 and 3 will come out and they will make a new one for consoles and PC. So, Eric, did you practice making babies a lot? I guess we'll find out in nine months. (laughs) Corey, did you see Seven Days to Die? Uh, We'll be coming... Oh, Corey's not here. We'll be coming to uh, consoles and will you rebuy it? Um, If it looks good and the price is right, I might. Okay, now... For one of the many questions of the month, what is your favorite? What is your forgotten retro game? One that you played and no one else has or might have heard of. Uh, heard of the game? Mine, uh, Bloody Roar series started 1997 on PS1 and had five games. The last one ending on the PS2 is the only fighting game that I used to know every character's moves and the only one that I played all the time. Uh, and I had to have the new one when it came out. Well, that's it for me. And get out of my email. Corey, did you see Seven Days to Die will be coming to consoles, and will you rebuy it? I heard that. Uh, is it done? I don't. I don't even know what it is. It's a survival game. Oh, zombies. Corey zombies and I have it actually. Oh. Okay. I sort of enjoyed what I played. I remember uh, being able to like dig. Like I think it has voxels. Could be wrong about that. Don't quote me on that. But I remember rummaging through people's houses, and I found a gun. Nice. That was cool. Sounds all right. Yeah. It was also pretty early when we both played it, right? Yeah. Oh, was so it's it? It's probably our, only gotten better. Early access game? 
That was this was a few years ago. Oh, I okay. I, I can picture what the logo looks like now that you mention it. I think you just have to survive seven days, right? I've seen it floating around on Steam. I'm just I have no idea what it is. Steamy. I have no idea what that game's become. It could be something totally different now. Right. It could be a I don't know. Racing simulator. <laughs> Farming sim. Yeah. Uh, question of the month. What is your forgotten ret- retro game that you might have played that no one else really played? Dick Tracy on the Nintendo Entertainment System. I friggin' loved that game, and I don't think I've ever heard another person say a word about it. Do you remember Dick Tracy? I remember. No, I, I think I remember seeing it at your house way back in the day. It's like uh, what were the the un, you know the Untouchables, the like mafia kind of thing. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Uh, all the bad guys had like something weird about them. I don't remember any of their names, but uh, Dick Tracy was like a detective kind of thing, and uh, I always remembered really enjoying that game. Uh-huh. I, I swear I've never heard another person mention it ever. Dick Tracy was a movie, right? Yes, okay. they did make a movie. Because I had a Dick Tracy folder in like it was a comic first grade forever. Okay, and then they had they made other things out of it. Probably do for a new Dick Tracy something or other, right? Oh, I'm sure. Corey, I would be so happy. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm surprised it hasn't already happened. With you know how Hollywood likes to bring stuff back from the grave. Oh, Disney. Jake played Dick Tracy. <laughs> there you go. It's a Disney IP, I think. I've got one that I guarantee, other than maybe just Corey, uh, Ma- Master Shoe and the Drunkard Hugh. Yeah, that's a cool game. Remember that one? Yeah, it was like the uh, Japanese version of Bad Dudes. Yeah, um, it was in a blue blue Nintendo cartridge. That w- it wasn't one of the officially shaped Nintendo ones. It was blue, and it was like a weird, weird shape. I, that's mm-hmm. all I remember about it. But it was a, like a platformer. And the one guy threw stuff. Yeah. Throwing knives. I don't remember that much about it. I don't remember which was the master shoe or which was the drunkard hue. Yeah. But we rented that a few times. Yep. I remember we actually bought it at one point. Did we? Because uh, our Video King, another Video King reference. I don't know. I put a Video King reference in the episode. <laughs> I, copy I got a chuckle out of that. Earlier. But Video King was going out of business. And, uh,. They were selling all the games they had been renting for really cheap, and Pops purchased it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember that. That was probably the end of our Nintendo days. Was that like after we had had our Super Nintendo already? Yeah, I think it was. It was definitely late. But I was just—I mean, I didn't care. It was a, video, a new video game to play. Yeah, that was back when you got like one, maybe two games a year, and you yep. had that to play all year. Yep. Those are the days, though. That's when you really figured out every little nook and cranny of every game. Well, you didn't you care know. if a game sucked because it was just the game that you had. Yeah, you played this it is anyway. what I This is what I'm playing now. Weren't as many choices. Yeah. What, what was you? that one? I always bring it up, and I think it's a little more popular, but uh, it's that one. It's uh, like a point and click, and you're a detective or something that like wakes up. You can't remember anything. Oh, yeah. It was on Nintendo, right? What's that word? Amnesia. No, not amnesia. When when you think something happened has happened before. 
Deja Vu. Deja oh, Vu. Deja Vu. Wasn't it called Deja Vu? I think so. Was I just it an remember NES ha- game. I remember having stuff and like throwing it in the sewer, in the water in the sewer. Yeah. Because you needed to ditch a few things. Deja Vu. Yep. Deja Vu. Nice. Or the Ness. What about you, Will? Can you come up with anything? <sighs> You're a little younger I, than us old farts, but. I might have completely made this up, but was there an SNES or NES like Looney Tune type game? Yeah. yeah Buster oh, Breaks yeah. Loose. Absolutely. Buster Bust Loose. Okay. I've. I don't have. Like, I remember playing that a lot, but not. Like, I can't remember, like, anything about it. Was it a platformer? Yep. Yep. I, my favorite level was the football level. When I made my Mario Maker level, I tried to model it after that football level from Buster Bust Loose. It's Tiny Toon. Tiny Toons, you're thinking. Tiny, Tiny Toons. Okay, thank you. Buster Bust Loose for the SNES. Yep. Uh, yeah, because I do remember playing that a lot and, like, watching. I d- actually do remember the football level, Dan, you playing through that. Yeah. Um, I don't know where that would rank on the list of, like, games that nobody would know about. It was a great game, and it still holds up because I've played it relatively recently. That's right. Really? Yeah. I remember you talking about it. Great okay. game. Good stuff. I played a lot of that game. Yeah, it was good. It's really maybe, good. Uh, maybe I'll give it a shot. Chippendale. Beardless said uh, his was uh, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? Oh, okay. I've, I've never played that, but I've. Like I mean, I know where in the world is Carmen San Diego. Yeah. I never played the game. I think I played it, but I don't. I don't remember. Um, Chippendale Rescue Rangers for Nintendo. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's good. That was probably that was a game I really enjoyed for the SNES with the blast blaster cannon thing. Yeah. That I know I've mentioned on the podcast before, and I can never remember what it was called. That thing was cool though. Can't help Tin- you there. Tin Star was a really good one, too. Tin Star, hell yeah. Well, that's what we're due for. Yeah, we haven't Tin had Star. one of those. Why do you I think, gotta figure out what this game was called. Why do you think they haven't, like, made... Uh, why, like, an indie developer hasn't made a new... That type of game. Like, yeah. that kind of shooter. Like, a side-scrolling where you'd, I guess, move the mouse around or... You know, the controller. Like, Remote. like Tin Star. Shatterhand. Shatterhand? You guys don't remember Shatterhand? No. It sounds familiar. NES game. Platformer. Metroidvania. That's overselling it a little bit. Good stuff. It's nice to relive these these old games. Um, let's see. What was the game? Moon Patrol. Hell yeah, for Atari. Crystal Castles. Crystal Castles. Oh, man. That's good stuff right there. I think Moon Patrol was multi-platform, though. I think it was on a few other things. I think you're right. Battle Clash. That's what it was. Battle Clash. Yeah, it was awesome. It was like... I remember playing that at your house. Yeah, I think there were, like, boss fights. A lot of boss fights in it. Yeah. And, like, they're big mechanical robot kind of things, and you shot them with a blaster cannon. <clears throat> Pretty freaking awesome game. I was always jealous of your blaster cannon. Was it mine or Ryan Franklin's? I think it was yours, but he probably would come down and use it. I don't remember him having one. I seem to remember playing it at his house, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe he brought it. It's possible. Who knows? That was also, like... 
over 20 years so ago. So many years ago. Oh, my God. Over 20. Back when Antoine Vermette started his career in the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't believe that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts? No. I got nothing either. No, um, I don't think. Next week's episode is going to be on Quantum Break, uh, the Xbox One exclusive, I guess. Kind of. Um, PC. Yeah, also, <laughs> also the PC Windows Windows 10. Um, that's next week's episode. Uh, Thursday, Corey? Thursday. Yeah, Thursday's good. Okay. It's the week after that. The week after it'll Wednesday. be. It'll, okay. Uh, Every three weeks. That'll be that'll be uh, Dark Souls. Mm. Two weeks from week yesterday. After, yeah, absolutely. So, we'll have, Hopefully, I'll have a beat. That's tempting. Oh boy! I Tall think, order, Corey. I think Dark Souls Two took me like, was it forty five hours to beat? Um, the podcast I listened to today, he beat it in about I think he said thirty eight to forty hours. Okay, mm. so it's about the same. If I had to guess, might have to call in sick. Oh yeah, yeah. Just keep showing up later and later. <laughs> Test the limits. See how long yeah. that lasts. Well, it's funny. My supervisor is going to be out for six weeks starting next week. There you go. Time Sounds off. like your supervisor. <laughs> you supervise yourself right to the computer screen. Yes, sir. Punch in, go home, <laughs> come back, punch out. Get drunk and then go back and punch out. If you see anyone yep. be like, hey, it was a hell of a day out there. Oh. oh boy, I work up a sweat today, boys. Rough day, huh? Uh, Got a lot fixed though. <laughs> Let me just squat over this mower for the next six hours. It'll be good. Oh my god! I just once I want to just drive by where you work and see you squatted over a mower, or like underneath, like anything. Uh, I would die. Oh god. Ranking up in Hearthstone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Second right. best mobile game of all time. Yep, right behind uh, Clash Royale. Yeah. Clash Royale. <laughs> all right. So are we doing Star Wars, boys? Yeah, of course. I'm. I'm still. Right. I'm still game. Corey, you still game? Cool. Even if we talk about it for like twenty minutes, that should be. Yeah, should, should be plenty. Yeah, I'm. I got. I'm. I'm okay. Okay. I'm good. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned if you're interested in listening to us discuss the new star Wars movie. Stay tuned to after the, after the outro and we'll have a, another segment where we talk about, I actually kind of want to start doing this. If we, if we have the time uh, doing spoilers for games and stuff after the outro. Um, but yeah, that'll do it for episode two forty six of the thumbstick athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well, Corey, thanks for listening and get out of my basement.
All right. Welcome to the spoiler segment, I guess we could start calling it. The spoiler segment of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are going to be talking about Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars 7, The Force Awakens, if you will. Uh, me and Eric were able to just watch it, what? Late Co- to the party. Tuesday, yeah. That was the first time. I kept saying I was going to get to the theater, and I just never did. I, I Deep down inside, I knew I wasn't going to see it in the theater, uh, but I kept maybe hoping to convince myself that, you know, oh, I'm going to go see it in the theater, and then I would actually go, and I didn't. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, like I said, we'll we'll be talking spoilers. So, again, a warning if you have not seen it yet and you don't want it spoiled, don't listen. Stop now. Spoilers. Just turn it off. Yep. Stop. 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 Okay, anyway. Uh, yeah, so as I, t- I talked about earlier in the episode, um, how I-, I thought that the Star Wars movie was going to feel a little more, like like I said, foreign. Um, it-, it felt very familiar with the whole... Uh, uh, new the the new new order. I probably mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna get these names uh, wrong. The new order, which is like the dark side, and then the resistance. Yep, the new order is just what remains of the empire. Right. Okay. Uh, and uh, but like, uh, what was weird to me was that the 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 resistance was so like really small, even really small as compared to the rebellion from the from the original trilogy. Uh, do they not have? Uh, the new republic's backing or whatever they do not you're right they're they're not they're separate so why is the well i was uh, why why was the um new republic not defending itself from the um well they didn't know the star killer base yeah they oh the republic didn't know anything about that they didn't know it was built in secret right but the new, new republic doesn't know anything about the the new order or whatever the bad dudes yeah well, I think they do, but it was their understanding that the Empire was on the fritz. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the, the, like I said, I, I want to be able to watch it again because I, I did miss out on a lot of things. Uh, it, some of the like dialogue about that sort of stuff is something I always miss from the oh, first they, one because you're, you're taken in so much by what's, you know, the, the explosions and laser battles and all that stuff. You miss, like, some of the specifics well, of the story. Well, yeah, a lot of it they don't even mention. It's unclear. And a lot of it comes from the books, the lore and, and what they say in the books. Like that yep. that planet that was destroyed, uh, Hosnian Prime, uh-huh. that's where the Senate was. Okay. It killed, destroyed the Senate. It's not on Coruscant anymore. No, it, it moved. And that's not clear. Yeah. You wouldn't know that. Yeah, I actually no. I actually did look up like uh, top things from the book that weren't in the movies, and it, it did list a lot of that stuff. Um, but yeah, like even, even the start of the movie with, uh, Ray being on like a desert planet, which I thought all along was Tatooine, but you learn it's, it's Jakku, Jakku. uh, which I thought was, was, uh, very familiar feeling, you know? Um, but I didn't think that was a bad thing, you know? Um, I, th- I think the whole, like, I think JJ Abrams goal was to not alienate, potentially alienate, you know, your, your star Wars, old star Wars fans about, uh, and, and attract new ones, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Well, he said it's, uh, what did he say? How did he phrase it? I don't know. Like, even the very first line of the movie is, this will begin to make things right again. Uh-huh. And a lot of people take that as a reference to the prequels. Okay. And I think that was, like you said, Dan, that was Abram's goal, was to to 
bring back the Star Wars faithful into the the universe that they they know and love. And one of the best ways to do that is to tell a familiar story. Yeah. Fair enough. Like I said, I, I expected something like completely different, and it it, it kind of wasn't. But as I said, I didn't think that was a bad thing. Uh, there was only one thing that happened much later on in the movie that I thought uh, people would be up in arms about. But they, it doesn't seem like we'll get there, you know, momentarily. But uh, you know, you know, a certain character dies, right? You had an issue with that? No, I thought people would. No, it was sad, but yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, you know, Ray Ray's origins are, are are not well known. They're unclear. Um, I got the impression that she was she's Luke Skywalker's daughter. That's that's, that's what I was saying. one of the many theories. Yeah. Uh, one I heard was that it's actually Obi Wan's daughter. Really, and some people even surmise that it's Obi Wan and Leia's. Or not Leia. Padme. Padme. Yeah. Hmm. It, but the time frame. Then she'd be too, yeah, too old. I don't know. I th- I think Obi-Wan is, would be too old, too. Yeah. Because isn't this movie Shooting supposed blanks. to. Yeah, isn't this movie. <laughs> isn't this movie supposed to take place like 30 years after. Or Obi. Maybe it's Obi-Wan's grand something or other. Mm. I don't know. It's it's definitely unclear, but I think it's it's important. Some people suspect she could have been one of the Jedis, one of the young Jedis that was on. Uh, the planet oh. when Kylo Ren killed him. Oh yeah, um, like a, a Luke's apprentice, like a yeah. really young apprentice. Yeah. That could be uh, because the the reason why I think she was that she's Luke's uh, daughter specifically is because when she goes to get the lightsaber from uh, Maz Kanata's vault underneath her bar, uh, Maz says something like, "It was yeah, your gr- it was." Yep. It was Anakin Skywalker's, then it was Luke Skywalker's, and now it's yours. Yeah. So that, you know, that led me to believe it was under her, uh, under that bloodline, you know. But, well, Jake mentioned, Dan, that uh, in the chat, and I've heard this before, that Luke is actually gay. Oh, really? And they're making a gay Star Wars character, so who knows if that's, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Not that I mean there was no reference to that in this film, but no. I don't know. People are seem to think that. I guess there is some evidence of it in the book. I can't remember. I want to read the book. Um. Yeah, well, I mean, what did you want to talk about, Corey? How'd you feel about Captain Phasma, your favorite <laughs> character from Game of Thrones? Yeah, Brienne of Tarth. I wish I wish they had done more with her. You didn't really see her that much, and uh, you know, I, I thought she was kind of a kind of a pushover at the end yeah. of the movie. When she yep. was, she lowers the shields or whatever for the the place, um, Star Killer base. Yep. Uh, apparently, she comes back. Yeah. So we'll see more from her. Yeah, that was cool. I I recognize the voice like immediately. Brienne of Tarth. Okay. Oh, here's a note. Anakin's lightsaber was sal- salvaged from Cloud City. And that's Visual Dictionary mentioned that someone salvaged it from Cloud City's industrial depths. Is that in the old canon? No. Or the the old expanded universe? Because I, I knew all about so. that stuff. I don't think so. I don't think it is. That's new canon? Yeah. The Visual Dictionary? It's very confusing. 
What's your thoughts, Eric? What do you got for us? God, I don't know nearly enough about the backstory of it <laughs> at all. Uh, nope, I, nope. I'm just purely looking at it from an entertainment standpoint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, the part that was ruined for me yeah. is that uh, Han Solo was killed. Okay. So that part was spoiled for me, but oh, okay. they said somebody else killed him. Oh, really? The person said that Finn killed him. Mm-hmm. And so the whole movie, I was waiting for him to be killed by Finn. Go back to the evil roots where he was, and I was like, "Shit!" Like, <laughs> and then it became clear that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, damn, I wonder what's going to happen." Because then I was like, "Well, maybe he doesn't even die. I don't know." Um, but uh, yeah, turns out, yeah, he did. Yeah, killed by his own son. Uh, yeah, ben, ben Solo, who turns into Kylo Ren. Go ahead, Corey. Do you think uh, he meant to do that the whole time? He planned on killing. I don't know the whole time. I got the impression that it was kind of a snap judgment, uh, and he just you know he just decided to do it all of a sudden. It seemed to me like he was actually going to give Han Solo his lightsaber, and he was going to go on. And but then he you know he turned it on and put it through Han Solo's chest. And uh, I got the impression he was conflicted about it the whole time, which I read in the book. Or I, I I didn't read the book, but you know I read f- that from the book that you do learn that he is a very conflicted character. Yeah, um, I think that that came out, came uh, across which, pretty well, which is good. Which is why I think he's a, a, an interesting villain. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I think that makes him dangerous because you never yeah. know what he's going to do to try and uh, put away his his conflict in in his mind. You know, uh, which I think is really cool. Uh, but apparently that also like weakened him a little bit, and that's why Ray was able to defend herself against him. Well, he got uh, shot the, by a bowcaster. Well, there, there, uh, yeah, that was one of the things. Uh, it also, you know, the the killing of his father made him made him a little bit weaker and uh, that sort of stuff. So, also, I saw that he crafted his lightsaber himself without knowing how, uh-huh. and that had something to do with it too. Oh, really? Yeah, like lightsaber crafting is a a Jedi art. Yeah, yeah. I guess, and and he didn't didn't know how to do that. So. He he went on the internet. Yeah, and red plants, and had a ghetto lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite scene in the movie was when they were was after the um, New Order attacked Maz Katana's like fort, uh, and it showed Finn on the ground like shooting stormtroopers, and up in the air behind him was the X wing. Uh, Poe Dameron was shooting down a bunch of uh, yeah. Tie fighters. I was like, that was fantastic. It's my favorite. And he scene. goes, "That's one hell of a pilot." Yeah, exactly. That was my, that was my favorite scene in the entire movie. I thought that was awesome. I, I had a couple parts that I really liked. It was uh, the first time when the two of them were in the um, ship the t- together, Tie Fighter. Yeah, yeah, and the Tie Fighter. Uh, and I can't remember exactly what happened, but I think they they shot somebody down or something like that. And uh, he started screaming. He's like, "Woo!" You know, and I <laughs> yeah. thought that was that was just so cool. Yeah, they bonded um, really quick, which is awesome. Yeah, and I also, I mean, the last scene, I think I, got, I had some goosebumps mm-hmm. during that one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't. Know. I thought the whole movie was great. I was really into it the entire time. Yeah. I said after the Force Awakens that it actually enhanced my appreciation for the prequels. Because it's not the spectacle that those movies are. Yeah. You know, it kind of scales that part of it back. Like, even the lightsaber duels and stuff yeah. are just so ridiculously well done in the prequels. Yeah. 
granted, they have their issues. Well, but. I talked about this before, I think, but a lot of it is because of the all the Jedi were wiped out. Like even when like Luke Skywalker, like Darth Vader was old by by the point where uh, you know the the original trilogy takes place, and and Luke Skywalker uh, is only trained briefly. So that's why the quality of the, the lightsaber fighting goes down because the the quality of the Jedi isn't as good as it was during the prequels because there's not mm-hmm. as many of them. You know, a lot of the stuff is forgotten. All the archives are destroyed. You know, um, yeah, yeah. Yoda was a master, but I mean, he didn't like train Luke for that long. Yeah, know, in the in the scheme of things, with how long Jedi training actually was, you know. So that's that's one of the reasons why the you know quality of the fighting and stuff went down. Makes sense. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see the the Kylo Ren character though. I think I think what we're gonna see is somebody going from the dark side returning to the light. Yeah, I think that's what this trilogy is gonna be about. That would be cool because that's not something you've seen before. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you're right, Corey. That's where we're at. I also right about that. a lot of people uh, questions about like Luke Skywalker where wh- where he is and what he's doing. Uh, he's at the Jedi original Jedi Temple, yeah, I believe at the end of the film. And I saw somewhere that they Jedi's use the temples to communicate with each other across mm-hmm. long distances. And my theory is that Luke was hiding out, being the possibly the only remaining Jedi until there was another Force Awakening. Yeah, which was Ray. Which was Ray, at which point, you know, I don't know how he did it, but he activated R2 to tell people where he was so, you know, he could start the, the Jedi Order all over again. Yeah. Because if it's just him, I mean, that's what Yoda did. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I think that sounds pretty accurate, Corey. It's good stuff. And now I'm really excited for the next movie. You start yeah. watching the cartoons. You got the, plenty of that to watch. Yeah, the Clone Wars stuff. Yeah. That's and all Rebels. supposedly really good. You know, I still got the book, The Dark Disciple. There's a couple others. There's quite a few actually now that are uh, coming out. Fast and Furious. Okay, all all, all new canon. Yeah. Okay. I added them all to my uh, Amazon wish list. Actually, I should do that. Too. Such a nerd. Love Star Wars. Well, I'm going to be traveling a lot, so I think uh, what I might do audio is books. get audio versions. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. That's the way to do it. So, yeah, because I'd like to know a little bit more. Well, a lot more about all of it. Yeah. Really. Yeah, but I, I uh, definitely enjoyed it. I need to watch it again because I will pick up on a lot of stuff that I missed the, the first time through. Um, I mean, I'll probably end up watching it a lot, you know. That's how I, that's how I roll. Mm-hmm. I can't just like dip a toe into things. If I get into something, I really get into it, you know? So, yeah. Well, hurry up. Cause game of Thrones is just a few weeks away. <laughs> I actually started watching season four again. I'm going to watch season four and five before the, before the new season starts. So, yeah. All right. Any other thoughts on star Wars? No, I'm going to watch the rogue one uh, trailer. So yeah. we get off here. Yeah, I'll probably watch some of the cartoons before I pass out, considering I took a two-hour nap today, which I never do. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining a uh, spoiler segment at the end of an episode. Hopefully we have more of these where we talk beaten games and stuff, you know. Yeah, right. we should do that. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you later. <laughs>